But good guys, this is on the way, and we're gonna watch whatever remaining video clips, whatever. And so we are going to react to this or listen to some girls boxing or whatnot. And from there, we're gonna see. So, video says it. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. So Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. So Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Well, Andrew Tate was uh, arrested at his home uh, in Bucharest last night. No criminal charges have been filed. Now we're in February, so it's been 10 months. They still have not been charged. Yeah, the matrix is trying to bring me, but God knows the truth. There's no evidence in my file that I've done nothing wrong. Neither me nor Beatrice are victims in this case. There are no victims in this case, and I am not a victim. I think you were the last interview of Tate before you went to jail. He gets women into this like mind state where they're very much into him. What's happening is they had nine months to investigate and they wiretapped the brothers. They were looking at their private communications. They had the witness statements of the women. They had psychological reports. Um, he basically has like this cam girl sweatshop set up in their basement where he's got all these women working, uh, defrauding them on their taxes and stealing money from them. So were the girls free to leave the whole time? What he said he did in his videos, he is a Full stop. But you can never have a scenario where you basically detain someone and take away someone's liberty and then investigate and try and find the evidence. I I'm putting myself in these girls' shoes. I get a boyfriend, right? And the boyfriend convinces me to do cam work. That was my decision. That's that great that you think decision. that. That's personal no, decisions, that's personal responsibility. That's great that you think that. I, can you not cut me it's off? Can you not cut me off? Like, I'm just tired. We're going to blame the men for your poor decision.
arrested at his home uh, in Bucharest last night. No criminal charges have been filed. Now we're in February, so it's been 10 months. They still have not been charged. Yeah, the matrix is trying to frame me, but God knows the truth. There's no evidence in my files that I've done nothing wrong. Neither me nor Beatrice are victims in this case. There are no victims in this case, and I am not a victim. I think you were the last interview of Tate before you went to jail. He gets women into this like mind state where they're very much into him. What's happening is they had nine months to investigate and they wiretapped the brothers. They were looking at their private communications. They had the witness statements of the women. They had psychological reports. Um, he basically has like this cam girl sweatshop set up in their basement where he's got all these women working, uh, defrauding them on their taxes and stealing money from them. So were the girls free to leave the whole time? What he said he did in his videos, he is a sicker, full stop. But you can never have a scenario where you basically did. So I would like to see, I think his name is Destiny. And Andrew Tate go at it. And I, 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 I want to see that same energy transpire because honestly, it ain't no way. It ain't no way. Like, I don't know why he's so hard driven like that. I, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why. Continue. What up, guys? Welcome to the Just Pearly Things YouTube channel. Today, we are hosting a debate on Andrew Tate. Welcome, Destiny, to the channel. He is a political commentator with over 500,000 YouTube subscribers. Welcome back, Destiny. Hey, what's up? Uh, I like the totally non-biased introduction that I got lots of airtime there next to him. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but thanks you, for having me. Yeah. Do, you, do you have an issue with the trailer? Yeah, I did is have there, an issue with the trailer. Be, I think you were in my sections more than I was, but that's okay. I mean, you know? to be Your feelings. Anyway. Show, so, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we have Solomon Ahmed. And oh. he, he is a he has a background in law, and he has been studying the Andrew Tate case. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so, um, to start, is Andrew Tate guilty or innocent? <laughs> uh, I personally think there's enough out there that Andrew Tate himself has said that unless he's lying about what he's done, he's obviously guilty of at least a few things. Uh, namely, defrauding the women that he gets to work for him, probably sex. trafficking via the lover boy method um but i don't think anybody should be convicted of a crime unless adequate evidence is brought forth in a fair court and then he's had his day to uh defend himself so i think he's probably guilty but i think we should wait and see how the process plays out okay and what is your take yeah my take is looking at the evidence and looking at the data that we have in front of us i don't believe he's guilty and that's all we can base it on is the evidence as opposed to snippets on youtube or
things that have been phrased or portrayed in a certain way via social media. Okay. So, Destiny, you mentioned the lover boy method. Do you think that the lover boy method is actually sex trafficking and why? Um, I don't have thoughts on it or it's not like my goal is mm-hmm. to define like what is sex trafficking. I just go by what the laws are. And usually the questions are, is he guilty of the crime of sex trafficking? Mm-hmm. And the lover boy method is defined as sex trafficking, I believe in most countries, because at least in Romania, and I think in most countries, if you are able to get a girl to do sex work using a coercive or fraudulent method, meaning you're mis, uh, you're misleading them as to what your relationship is, then that would constitute sex trafficking if you exploit them afterwards for sex work. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I agree with what Destiny said just towards the end. So basically, lover boy method is a method by which human trafficking occurs. So if someone did human, sorry, if someone did lover boy method on its own, that would not be a crime. So what makes it a crime is when you do the lover boy method and then you meet the requirements of human trafficking and therefore you then meet the standard. So on its own, lover boy method, a person would not be convicted of human trafficking solely based on lover boy method. So where do you guys disagree then? I mean, it I, seems I mean, like you're kind of on the same page. I mean, that. that's, I actually don't know what Destiny's position is. So I'd actually like. To, yeah, yeah. Well, my position is we should wait and see what the court system does. I think everything they've done up to this point has been a okay. Seems to be by the books. Um, and then I should. I think we should wait and see how that process mm-hmm. plays out. I believe there's uh, in Romanian law up to a maximum of one hundred and eighty days that they can remain detained while they finish their investigation, and then it's up to the Romanian court to decide whether or not they want to bring charges to the Tates. Right. So in terms of what, what uh, Destiny said, I don't think that they've done everything A-OK. That's the first point. So there was a lawyer, I believe it was this lawyer, if I am correct, that she said herself, that she said herself that they were not supposed to hold them You know, without, you know, evidence or without any proof of, like, they did it. And so, like Nishi's been saying, they've been trying to scoop up evidence. And so far, they cannot find any evidence. They're just trying to detain them and trying to break them down. And for him... What's up with this man? This man tweaking. I, I, I'm, 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 I just don't understand his mindset. He just wants. I feel like he's brainwashed to think that way. I, I don't know why Mr. Blue is like so blue in his feelings. Like, honestly. I don't understand his mindset, let alone, he's always thinking negative, like, shit, why are you so fucking close-minded, so fucking close-minded, like, what, what if someone made allegations like that to you, hold on, let me fix that, hold on, person in my phone, hold on, we're going to switch stories, anyway, why are you getting so fucking close-minded, like, honestly, like, 
I, that's what I want to like. I want to be on the show so I can like point out something thing. But since I'm not big and famous and whatnot, I can't do that kind of thing. But still, that is is it's it's so close minded. You can't even look at the outcome. Maybe he's not, and even uh, maybe he's uh, not guilty. Even so, the police did not say these are the proof, these are the charges. There's none. There's none. There's literally none. No one, there's literally speaking of like information, like for example, uh, and and it's not even probably valid, and they're just probably like just trying to make up something, just make up shit along the way. Like, for what? For what? For what? Come on now. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And the second point is, I do believe that they've contravened certain um, domestic as well as international laws. And then separate to that, when it, um, and separate to that, even when you look at the um, remanding someone for 180 days, although that doesn't contravene law, I have serious issues with that as well. Could you wait? Could you say the second part of that again? Yeah. So, the, so the 180 days, mm-hmm. although that is within Romanian law, I have serious issues issues with it, and I can expand on that if you want. Okay. Yeah. Could you tell me why? Yeah, of course. So basically, we have a scenario where in Romania you have you can basically detain someone without having adequate evidence to prosecute or convict. So essentially, you detain someone, take away their liberty and rights, put them in prison, and then say, guess what, I'm looking for evidence. Now, I understand a lot of people may not understand the problems with this, but coming from the background that I am, being a Muslim, being an Asian, most, a lot of our community have been through this, both in the United States and the United Kingdom. When your liberty is taken away... tell this man how he his life is not how are you going to perceive his life are you are you really going to like like you are really Justin you need to chill the fuck out calm the fuck down and look at reality reality and calm the fuck down shit without due process without having a trial I could be other judges I could go do that without evidence being submitted and so for us from the perspective of minorities and perspective from that perspective we have serious issues because that was used to terrorize our community for more than 20 years so yes i will speak out about that even if it's in the united states the united kingdom romania france i think it's a serious issue when you could take away someone's liberty without having adequate evidence um, and six months is horrendous to take away someone's liberty. That's a significant period of someone's life to say, we haven't got enough evidence, we're going to jail you for six months, and then we're going to look for the evidence. Do you agree with him or no? Mm, I like, would if what he was saying six... was true. So okay. um, I feel like there's a lot of tricky word games being played when we talk about detaining. Tricky. This is the shit I was talking about. This is the shit I was talking about. Bro, chill. Somebody without enough evidence. 
So in the Romanian legal system, if you are in the finishing stages of an investigation, you can detain somebody while you finish that investigation up, especially if you believe that the people that you're detaining might be a flight risk. You can detain somebody without having enough evidence to charge them with a crime or convict them of a crime, obviously. But you do require compelling evidence to detain somebody, which is left to the discretion of the judges that are ruling on the case. Um, I've noticed that you've quoted that document sometimes, the one that was released in it was either November or December, where the judge said that there's not enough evidence to convict of a crime. You said that several times, but they're not looking for enough evidence to convict them of a crime. What the judge was supposed to evaluate was, is there enough evidence to warrant detaining them? And he did feel like there was enough evidence at that time. And the statements that he's made and the Romanian criminal code are all completely okay with the UN and with uh, the United States and with any other international legal body. So I don't understand when we try to push against the Romanian legal system, why we say things like it's against international law or it's against international freedoms when this is how the Romanian criminal court system has been structured. It's one of the reasons. why Andrew Tate, you know, verbally said he was going to move there. Um, I don't agree that it's in violation of any international laws. If it is, I'd like to hear which ones. Sure, of course, I can, I can answer that, Destiny. So I'll answer your first point about um, in terms of the level of evidence that was required to remand him. So my position is that it's unacceptable to remand someone when you haven't got enough evidence to prosecute or to convict. The threshold to hold someone isn't, uh, isn't the way you framed it, where it's very close to basically prosecute or convict. The evidence is based on reasonable suspicion. So the bar is very low to meet that threshold, hence why I have a problem with it. If the bar was much higher, it was close to a beyond reasonable doubt, maybe even if it was um, balance of probability, we could maybe talk about that and look at the possibility of why that would be acceptable. But when the balance is reasonable suspicion, the bar is very low, it's easy to meet. And that's why I think it's unacceptable, first point. Second point, in terms of where they've contravened international law, that's a separate issue. So I, I will go into that because uh, you've asked a fair question. So I'll just, I'll just go through it. So first of all, Article 5.1 of the uh, European, um, European Commission, which is a corporate into Romanian law, so it breaks European law as well as um, domestic Romanian law, states that whenever you provide evidence or prosecution provides evidence, he has to provide evidence both for and against his stance. That's not happened. He has not included evidence, which is, for example, the CCTV evidence. He has not included, for example, evidence, which is um, long-form uh, text messages, which include the entirety of the conversation. He's not included the witness statements, three of the witness statements of uh, the alleged victims who say they're not victims. So those are examples of contra contravening Article 5.1. They've convened Article 9.2, which... This one, we can argue because I, uh, the first one, I don't think there will be much argument. But second one, 9-2, is you can only detain on ex exceptional circumstances. Uh, and then 9-4 is that basically it's illegal to uh, detain someone unless the circumstances are exceptional. And 
in this case, the exceptionality or the illegality or the problematic issue was that basically the psych report was used as a basis to detain them, and the psych report has significant issues in it, and I can go into depth in that if you want. Would, would you like me to, or shall I move on? Well, for the... I guess for the first point that you bring up, mm. fuck, we should get a notepad to write down on. A notepad? Yeah, unironically. Um, for the first part that you bring up, um, yeah. so saying that you need beyond a probable, um, be, beyond probable doubt. Um, or, sorry, reasonable. Or beyond reasonable doubt. No, or no, 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 sorry. Yeah. Reasonable suspicion. Okay, reasonable suspicion. Yeah. Um, I think it's maybe fair to take issue with these things, but I mean, different courts across different countries are allowed to set up their legal systems in the ways that they the, see fit. And the Romanian courts are set up in a way that is in accordance with the European Commission. Um, the judge himself references the EC and provides um, the evidence that they have for the EC in the statement that he released in order to make sure that it was on the up and up. Um, I, I I, it's, I understand the, the desire to critique the Romanian legal system. I wouldn't want to live in a system like that personally, but that's why I moved to the United, or I live in the United States. I haven't moved to another country to participate in that legal system. You have the Patriot, um, Act. You have the Patriot, Patriot Act in the United States as well. We have the similar provisions sure, in the United we might have. Sure, we might, but I'm just saying that Andrew Tate, the Tates specifically moved to Romania because they said they wanted to specifically take advantage of that legal system. There are videos of Tate saying, lock me up in jail, I'll give him $1,000 and I'll be out and I'll have a masseuse and blah, blah, blah. And he's saying that, and he moved to that system, and that system is legal insofar as the EU framework is concerned, because nobody's challenged it, nobody has said anything about it, and I think that to try to call out that particular way of doing things now, I think rings a little bit hollow. Uh, uh, okay, I'll answer that, and then we can mm -hmm. move on to the Article 5 point. So in terms of the reasonable suspicion, yeah, again, I have a huge problem with it, irrespective of Andrew Tate thought he was in a situation where he, there was leniency in, the, in, leniency in the law, that was error on his part, but it doesn't mean that just because someone makes a silly decision and assumes that certain laws, you know, that is unaware of the, the legal, legalistic system in a certain country that he should then, the harshness of it, we should ignore as well. In terms of the harshness of it, the reason why we have severe issues is because it's, I can understand why you may not understand it, but people from the minority community who have been abused and terrorized by these laws, they understand what the problem is by, by it. And so for all of for us, we're not just hating on the Romanian system, we're saying anywhere in the world that has detention without having a significant amount of evidence where you know you can prosecute or convict is something that we will speak out about and it's wrong. So it's not just the Romanian system. I said Romania, US, UK, France, whichever country, whichever country is detaining people with only based on minimal level. of evidence which is reasonable suspicion is completely inappropriate, unacceptable, and we will speak out against it irrespective of who's been detained. And so we have that in Guantanamo Bay when significant amounts of people from the, uh, from the Muslim community who are being detained without due process based on reasonable suspicion um, and have never been to trial. Do you think that Guantanamo Bay, a military prison set up outside of the United States in order to maintain like foreign prisoners or terrorists, like people without uniforms. Do you think that's comparable to what's happening right now in the Romanian criminal court system? Um, so you make a fair point because of, it's not comparable in the, tem in the sense of the time length, because some of them have spent 20 years, yeah. but it's comparable in the sense of the aspect of, and so I'd give that as an extreme example, that's, that's an example, but also people get detained for like 14 days, 28 days, three months, six mm -hmm. months, nine months without, without, without it. All of that is unacceptable. So, okay, even but though, to be even, clear, when yeah. you say unacceptable, you mean to you. It's not violating any international well, law. You just personally don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, when I say I personally don't like it, I think it's something that, as a someone who is a member of the uh, community of the world, mm -hmm. irrespective of what it is, and because 
you don't experience it, you probably don't realize, but it's a major issue for all of us and it has been for 20 years. That's fine, but yeah. we haven't been talking about it for 20 years. We've been talking about it for the past three months, really, with the Andrew Tate well, case. Well, we've been talking about it for 20 years. <laughs> sure, I'm sure some people have. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to have a personal issue with how some people do detainments without, I guess, uh, meeting a certain threshold of you know publicly available evidence, I think that's an interesting conversation to have. But I'm pretty sure that this particular thing has to do with the Andrew Tate case, and these particular opinions have to do with opinions about the legal system, not whether or not it's actually violating international law. So yeah. I, I, I don't like the framing of, I don't think this is fair, Therefore, it violates statements or uh, guidelines by the European Commission no, no, no. or it's violated, right? Yeah. That, that wasn't my point. So, okay. Because uh, you're conflating my two points. So my point was about reasonable suspicion, specifically why I have a problem with it. Very clear that that did not break international law. I actually said it. it, it I said it, it didn't. My proof of why it breaks international law, I cited Article 5, and I'm going to cite another five, six more legislations, mm -hmm. what it breaks. Um, that hasn't got to do with reasonable suspicion. That's got to do with uh, evidence. Okay. Um, so what so you first one from? was first yeah. one was Article Five One, which says that basically the prosecution has a duty to provide. So, for example, in the United Kingdom, in the United States, what happens is the prosecutor gains the information. He and and this is the same in Romania, where it should be a contact Article Five One as well as a international law. What the prosecutor does is he gets the information. He looks at it. Look, this is the strong points for my case, but actually these are the weak points because this proves the defendant's case. I'm going to clear all of that. And give it to the pro uh, give it to the prosecutor. So this in this case is Dicot, and then the prosecutor then makes a decision based on both of the evidence and decides. Wait a sec, wait, the evidence isn't strong enough because our case is weak at this point. I'm not going to take this forward to prosecute. And so in the United Kingdom, the prosecutor is called the CPS. I'm saying this where he's contravened international law, Article Five One, is he did not provide the evidence that weakens his own case to be able to prosecute. So that was my first uh, point. So you're saying they didn't give them the weaker part of the case too. So and you, you mentioned CCTV footage of what? Right, so CCTV footage of, so CCTV footage is imperative. Mm -hmm. It basically shows, it'll give us a very good window into understanding, were these women detained? Were they controlled? Were they let out? It won't give us the full scope, but it'll give us a significant scope. Both inside and outside, they have the CCTV. They also had CCTV in the house where the girls were living. Mm -hmm. None of that has been included. Uh, even Wait, so they didn't, they didn't include the, the CCTV footage that was actually in the house when the girls were living there? That's right. And so, oh, wow. uh, and, and the defense wants to include it. And that's going to be, I'm going to explain why they, that violates no other articles within international law, which is then incorporated into Romanian law. I don't think they have to, I don't think there's an obligation for the court to include every single piece of evidence. It's international that, law. No, hold on. To, in, Sorry. to include uh, every single piece of evidence that we would mm -hmm. want the defense to include, right? At some point, um, I'm pretty sure that their goal is to just balance out whether or not a future investigation is likely to lead to some sort of criminal charge. It's not to present the entirety of the defense's case at that point in time to see if they can dismiss the charges. It's just to see if there's enough to detain them there for the investigation to continue, meaning they're going to begin to, or they're already in the process of subpoenaing electronic records and devices and going through chat logs and everything. And the judge, insofar as the statements he's released, has felt like there are uh, significant enough claims, and I think publicly, I think we can all see that, that it warrants detaining them, especially given that they're a flight risk, so that the investigation can conclude. And it might be at the end of that investigation that decide, well, there's nothing going on here, and then they release them. But it, I mean, I think right now what we've seen publicly is we've all seen there's plenty enough evidence out there to say it's probably something here that's worth investigating. That, that, that's not correct, because the reason why they have this process is because you can give someone who's been accused of a crime due process, he's given an opportunity to present the evidence, and then the CPS makes the decision. The reason for that is because everybody knows if you have a scenario in any kind of system where the prosecutor only provides positive evidence to try and prosecute, and he doesn't provide the evidence that weakens his case, you will end up in trial no matter what. 
And then what will happen is everybody knows, even if you're innocent, trial risk could go wrong and you could go to jail. Hence why they have these uh, things in place to ensure that doesn't happen and innocent and more innocent people aren't incarcerated. And someone, and, and I know you're from the United States where there's a huge amount of incarcerations, um, more than anyone per capita around the world, as well as, for example, in the United States, you have much more black people, Hispanic people, 300% more, who have been incarcerated. So again, this is an example of another black man who's basically been incarcerated in... Sorry, you left. Do you, do you not agree? Do I don't know. Me? I don't think this has anything to do with black men or, what, or whatever well, that's being incarcerated. I don't know why that's even, I don't I, know why I, even I, got I brought think, up. I, I, it does. It does. Because basically you're ignoring the fact that he's in Eastern Europe. It's a basically significantly has a significant amount of issues in terms of race, race issues. It also has a significant amount of issues in terms of sex trafficking. Yeah, well, it has. Well, and um, we will talk about that. But in terms of the... A significant amount of race issues, significant amount of Islamophobia. You have a scenario where this country has not allowed um, any kind of dark dark immigrants into their country, but now they've changed that for Ukrainian immigrants and allowed a significant amount in. You've got a significant amount of history of Islamophobia. So, of course, when a man, when a black man who is a Muslim gets incarcerated immediately after he's converted to Islam... <laughs> Um, I think How long not, has the investigation been going on for? Well, Since April, at well, least. Well, they claim the investigation has been going on for April. We don't know exactly. It's going to be interesting to see when the evidence comes out, what evidence comes out. But what we do know is he was do we, Just curious, is there a single shred of evidence to point to anybody at any point of this process being either is racist or Islamophobic? I've just explained to you examples of how Romania... Romania has demonstrated that. And also, I'm going to demonstrate to you throughout this process how, for example... People are not understanding that a lot of the comments he makes is based on his heritage, is based on his background, where he comes from. Something which I understand you may not understand based on your upbringing and, and you know, being a white sure. man. You so may let me ask that. that. White man, shut up. Shut it. Listen. Listen to the... He's, he's pointing out these facts. I have not heard of one... I could be biased. Um, but, like... Yeah, let me ask that one more time. Is there a single shred of evidence that anybody has participated in any Islamophobia or racism in I've regards given, to the undertaking? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I've mm -hmm. just given you an example of Romania being having, having a significant amount of, uh, mm -hmm. of, of racism. Mm -hmm. well, uh, well, well, I think it'd be harsh to call it racism, but you, it's a significant indicator. If you're not letting dark, people who are of dark, dark color into your country, but you're letting mm -hmm. people of white color into your country, I think that says a lot. Okay, so I'll ask a third time, and if you yeah. don't have an answer, that's fine. You have no evidence no, no, no. of any that, Islamophobia or racism no, no. present I've in just, the case, I've just right? given you evidence. I've just given you're you evidence. You're telling me that the country as well, a whole maybe have had problems with racism, yeah. but in this particular case, I'm curious if there's any, like in the United States, if something happens and, and a cop was racist, we might look for like a statement yeah. that the cop has made. You wouldn't just say that like, wow, a black guy got arrested, that's racism, right? But you're saying that no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, because he got no, arrested, no. it's racism and Islam. Is he putting words in my man's mouth? I forgot his name. Ahmed. Ahmed. Um, Ahim. Ahim. Mr. Ahim's mouth? Bro. Bro. Keep your words out my man's mouth. <laughs> Let him explain. And stop putting words in his mouth. Homophobia. So I'm curious if there's any evidence of that whatsoever. No, no. What I'm saying is, when you look at the scenario, there is the significant issues when it comes to the fact that he is uh, he is a black man and he is um, just converted to Islam and even incarcerated in a Eastern European country. To ignore that is ridiculous, and I'll explain why. Because you may again, this is a scenario where. 
If you ignore the issues of race, if you ignore the issues of someone's heritage, which is happening a lot in this case, because I know, and we're going to talk about some of the videos that you're complaining about, then you can basically break it into the bare bones and look at literalism and convict anyone of anything. But it's illogical. You have to look at the background. You have to look at the history of the person. Sure. In, in, uh, and in, in reality, when, when you take all them things into consideration, they have a significant impact. Look, this is quite simple. Because um, you can give these examples, and obviously you have to generalise them. This is a scenario where, let's be clear, it's a person who's a black man who's being, again, accused of doing, uh, uh, accused of rape, a human trafficking of essentially white women, um, and being incarcerated in an Eastern European country without enough evidence. I mean, that takes well, me back. According to says you, that takes right? me back to you know, for example, the United States and you know, in the. In You know, when this type of things are happening in the plantation and KKK. Okay. Because so that we've was got a, Romanian judges, and, and KKK, no, Andrew Tate, no, no, a no, poor no, black no, man. No, right? no, 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 you can minimize it, but the issue is. Well, this, not minimize this it. Is, we'll no, 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 but let's talk about this. There's well, a significant. Well, no, no, just a real quick Can I just okay? make one point? Well, uh, just one second. No, no, because basically, you have a significant issue. where black people are being accused of rape by white, white people and it's happened significantly throughout the West. You've seen it now with Benjamin Mendy, you saw it with uh, um, Greenwood footballers who were accused and now after losing so many years of their life, they've finally been let out. So to think that this is not happening subconsciously or consciously mm -hmm. is, is, is an issue. Okay, so just this is a, a personal feeling that I have. I think yeah. that when we pivot to other cases, I feel like it's because we know that this case is very weak. Um, if you want to talk about racism that exists in the United States or racism that exists in particular cases, um, I'm free to do that at any point in time. But right now we're talking specifically about the Andrew Tate case. Andrew Tate. Tate is a man that has released an entire university guide on how to be a pimp, on how to seduce women and get them to work for you, and how to sex traffic, on how to scam them on taxes, on how to do all of these things. He's had charges in multiple countries relating to rape. He's had charges in Romania now relating to his entire business relating to sex trafficking. Um, to try to hand wave all of this and go Islamophobia and racism would be okay if we had even one iota of evidence, a statement that a prosecutor made, a statement that a judge has made, uh, any, any type of evidence so, like this. Well, but right so, now, we don't have okay. any of that so I can only go by what I've seen okay. in front of me. So then, then based on that, based on that, then you deny institutional racism because you can never have a scenario where you can have use specific evidence for generalization. But the whole point is, we use generalization to uh, we, sh we, sh we show many examples to then say, look, this is a general issue. So that's you the first point. And the if second, you want to talk about generalization, and, 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 that's fine. But we use generalization to talk about general issues. We don't use generalization no, no. to talk about a particular issue. No, no, no. Issue. You, you not at all. What happens is you you use specific issues to create a generalization, and then said generalization is used for subsequent issues. That's actually how it works. In terms of um, 
coming back to the point, because you made up quite a lot of points in terms of the allegations, again, because this is another problem what we have, and because we're on the race issue, let's talk about it. So you have a scenario where you've basically got a guy who comes from Luton, England, who's basically got a background in... Look, he was basically, if you give an American comparable, he's basically from the ghetto. He has a scenario where people from that, that kind of upbringing are talking in very much slang, humour, ghetto type talk. Oh, I'm a gangster, I'm a G, I did this, I did that, that girl, that this, that, all that kind of stuff. So that's how they talk. Then to say, oh, guess what? He's talked like that, therefore he must have done these things. He's calling women like this. He's, he's saying that he's done this. He's done the, he said he's done fraud. All of these things are hugely, hugely problematic in the sense of you're basically removing his history and heritage. Now, I understand as a white man, you may not understand the background and heritage and these type of things that he's going through. But the issue is, that's quite important. Do you, okay. not, do you not agree? <laughs> no. Um, Why not? Because me being white or black okay. or whatever has nothing to do with him giving a detail. I don't... Now, I'm going to be honest, okay? Yeah. I've only been in London a few times, okay? Now, I haven't walked in some of the roughest parts, but I haven't... Maybe there are parts where you walk around and they're talking about how the top G's do tax fraud on their employees. Maybe that's just a way of speaking. That's but if it is a way of speaking and you detail it, it, it like in an, to an incredible level and you have a business where you claim to do that and you put that out on videos on social media and then you go to jail for it. Yeah, you're probably going to get in trouble. Let me sorry, finish responding. Okay? okay, Your entire point that this is just a way of talking is ridiculous. It is absurd. He has listed exactly a step-by-step guide on how he lover boys girls into his sex trafficking business. He uses actual prostitution terms like bottom bitch to describe his relationship to some of the employees that he has. He talks about bringing women into his, into his company to work them as sex traffic models. And then he specifically talks about defrauding them using taxes to steal money from them. I don't think that, I think it's a little bit racist of you to say that that's just how people from Luton, England or whatever talk, or that's how they function. I don't believe that is the case. Okay, so I'll answer your question. So, no, again, your point is actually doesn't make sense and it doesn't follow. It's non sequitur, and I'll explain why. The reason is because when you look at what he said online, again, you gave the example of bottom bitch and so on and so forth. That's, how, that, that's basically slang. That's how people talk, and that's what you're not understanding. In terms of, let's look at your example, which is completely ridiculous, because what you're saying is, guess what? He said this online, therefore he should, should be convicted based on it. Online, in that, that. It, well, that's the inference you're making. Basically, online, you gave this example. You said he's, he's trying to defraud them, because online, what he actually said was this in that video because i know the video you're referring to he says in the same video he says oh i'm going to take all the money in the same video he says i'm going to give 50 50 in the same video he says i'm going to give 50 30 70 30 because you know 20 percent you know should, i'm going to tell us for um tax purposes but then i ain't going to pay the taxes and hence why you're making the claim for fraud the point is this from the court documents which i'm sure you've read he it's none of that is in there in the court documents what it actually says is complete opposite what it says is and this is the worst one. So this is the worst woman. She says, I receive 50%, he receives 25%. So she receives double of what she receive, what he receives. So that is nothing got to do with, or has no links to the video. Mm -hmm. So what you're, what, and, and she doesn't mention anything about being defrauded of taxes because she's receiving the full, she's receiving 50%. So what you're claiming is, guess what? I don't care about what, he's, what the court documents say. I don't care what the witness is saying. But guess what? In a video, he said this, and therefore, he should be convicted based on the video. No, there's only two explanations for the video because the court documents don't add up to what the video says. Either he was exaggerating and talking in this kind of slang language is what I'm trying to explain. So he was exaggerating. Um, or it could be, which is a possibility, that it was so long ago that he did engage in those practices and no longer does. But what we know is in this case, 
what he's been uh, charged for, so what, sorry, what he's been held for, he hasn't been charged yet, so what he's been arrested for, no one says that. Okay. I, so I'm sure you've talked to a lot of people that have only watched clips of Andrew Tate, which is fair. And I think that a lot of people say a lot of dumb things about him because they've only seen clips, which is also not fair. I think people shouldn't do that. Um, but I think you're relying on me having only seen clips. So you, you're trying to pass this off as slang. When he used that phrase, bottom bitch, he wasn't passing it off as slang. He was very specifically detailing bringing girls that were in love with him over to dinner where he would introduce them to his youngest, youngest working or one of his younger working models, a woman that he met at 16 that had been working with him for five years, is now 21, and how he would use her to mislead the relationship that they had so that she could get the girl, the new one that was brought in, into working as a, as a cam girl. This is prostitute behavior. This is pimping behavior. This is exactly what it is. When he says bottom bitch here, he's not just using slang in a funny way to talk about a girl that's a friend of his that also works as her girlfriend. He's literally detailing step by step the process by how he would deceive and mislead, which are key components of sex trafficking, a new woman that he's brought in with another woman. He would mislead the extent of their relationship, and then he would use that to get her to go and be a cam girl. So that that is not slang. Right, right. That, wait, 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 let me finish. That's Bro, not you, slang. You just talk for ages, but okay, I'll, I'll wait, make no, a no, lot of points. I didn't talk for ages. Yeah, you just, I just been like half the time. I literally wrote down two points. I am gone. I go nonstop, okay? So it is not a slang thing. Secondly, you're bringing up this thing that the witness says they got 50%. That is not what the witness said. The witness said that originally there might have been an agreement where it was a 50-25-25 split, but the witness also said that they were randomly dinged for different charges that made it so that they didn't get that payout. For instance, if you didn't stream the full 12 hours, you might be fined like 1,000 to 4,000, uh, whatever the Roman... Um, or whatever the Romanian currency is. And that there were a lot of things where, because one of the claims was they had to work 12-hour shifts with a five-minute break, and if they didn't work enough there, the, the witness also said that if they didn't post enough on OnlyFans, they didn't post enough TikToks, that they also were doing their pay as well. So while on paper, it might have been a 50-50 split, we have the issues where the witness is saying that they've lost some of it due to being fined, and we also have the fact that Andrew Tate on video has talked about how to defraud the women with their taxes, and we have another statement of him saying that he also oftentimes just bills in cryptocurrency, which is impossible to track. The women would have no idea if she She's getting that or not. Right. So again, your, 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 the statement that you've relayed is inaccurate. So the woman who said that's 50%, 25%, 25%, is, she, did, she is didn't. Is there a way we could pull this up on screen, the document that you guys are talking about? Do you know what it's called? It's on some website, Spy something. It's in Romanian. You got oh, it's in, Ro oh, it's yeah. in Romanian. Yeah. You didn't bring a Romanian translator? For that? Are <laughs> you even trying? I'm I sorry. thought this was a serious show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so how did you read it then? The document you, you got a someone Romanian? someone translated it and then oh, okay. but I don't know about that. I it's learned Romanian. Yeah. You learned Romanian. No, I, I have Romanian friends. You can also use a uh, Google Translate, Translate on yeah. this other thing too. Yeah. I'll pull it down. Okay, because we could also pull up the video you guys were talking about too. So so in terms of what you're saying, that's not right because the woman who claimed fifty percent never claimed that she ever got fined. I can say that without doubt. What she's claiming is other women were fined and their percentage was much higher. So that's not right. She wouldn't know. She would never. No, no. So see. she's saying wait, wait. this is the problem. She's saying I never got fined. Mm -hmm. I got fifty percent because you're trying to make it look like this, and this is what you're trying to portray. You're trying to portray this point. She got fifty percent. Then she got fined. So therefore, the percentage reduced. That's basically what you're trying Can to portray. Can you explain? But what she said was, no, I got fifty percent. She never got fined. Other women who allegedly got a bigger percentage were fined. That's what it was. That's not true. But that I'm just true. curious. How would she know she got fifty percent? Sorry? How would she know she got 50%? Well, she said she got 50%. I'm asking you how, how she would how know. Would, how would she know if she didn't? 
uh, I'm, I'm going by Andrew Tate's statements to figure out what was paid or not. Okay. And Andrew Tate himself has said that he would try to scam the models. But I'm curious because no, 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 no. He, this is the problem you see because you know, again, uh, another point is this. You know when you said you used the bottom bitch method and you know he used a woman to Laura and get another woman. There's no woman who's who's up until now out of the victims whose information we have. No woman has claimed that that occurred. So no woman has said that Andrew Tate took her for dinner, brought her bottom bitch, and then tried to lure her and convince her and then make her go abroad. No one has said that. They all have said that they all went abroad based on their own interaction with the Tates and there was no other woman involved in trying to lure them. How many, um, do you know how many people right now are um, filed as injured persons, I think, for the case? Well, yes. It's eight, right? Seven. So are you sure? I thought it was six and then they added two more. It was six, they've added one more. Okay, so it's either seven or eight. How many women worked with him? What do you mean? Didn't he say at one point that he had up to 75 women working at one time? That's what the website says. But okay. again, this, so, is the this is the problem. So he did say that. Um, one can assume... Uh, because you're right, he did say that. I'm not uh -huh. going to deny that. He said that, that basically I had 75 women working for me and that we could get rich together. He did say that. Okay. In terms of what the court information says, it doesn't say anything related to that. In terms of the BBC documentary, they try and portray the fact that it's actually a very small operation and there was hardly any women. Has the prosecution leaked every piece of evidence that they have? Sorry? Has the prosecution leaked all of the evidence that they had? No, no, they haven't. So what they've leaked, uh, no, they haven't. So what they've leaked is this. Um, so what we know about, and then I'll explain to you what they've leaked. So what, they've, what, what we have is the witness statement of the women, mm -hmm. right? We have the psych report. Do you think the psych report's acceptable? Uh, I do, yeah. You do? Why do you think it's acceptable? Um, it was done by professional. What else can I go by? So you think it's acceptable that a psych report was done on the U.S. Moldovan woman, and then based on that psych report, the psychologist made a judgment that all the other women are brainwashed. So Jasmine and Beatrice, she never saw them. She never met them. She never did a psycho psychiatric uh, report on them. And just based on them girls' words, he, she decided that she, they, they were brainwashed. Do you think that's how... That's how that, do you think that's acceptable? I don't know the right? extent to which you can guess the other one. Why have we moved on to the psycho part? Why do we jump... No, because you part? asked for the evidence. That was the second evidence. Well, no, I was asking... You seem to be very confidently stating that the presence of the bottom bitch, that that hasn't been mentioned by any other woman That's or right. any other person. That's right. But how do we know the prosecution isn't planning on bringing that up at trial? Well, we could, look, we, we, only, we only base some things on what information we have right now. The information we have right now is we know there's a witness statement. We know there's a psych report. We have the two uh, um, rulings that were leaked. And we also have um, what, what else we have. Some of the, some of the WhatsApps that were leaked. Which so were, can which I, not, I can't use, you're telling me I can't use any statement that Andrew Tate has made in any of his videos or websites. That's not fair game for me to use. Look, you, you have to accept. Look, there could be a snap. I can take, I can take, look, I was even going to do a low below and I was going to, I actually took a snippet from your video where you said uh, me and Lena uh, are racist. But guess what? That was out of context. That was a joke you were making because you were being humorous. And it was, there was context because you were having a joke with like someone. Who was accusing you sure, of it. But what is my, the my point, what the point I'm trying to make is that would be unacceptable for me to use to then say you're racist. So in reality, what'll happen is this is what I Of course he he's scratching, he's scratching, but I'm gonna I'm I'm take a pause on this right now. 
Welcome back, guys. I'm back from work, and I'm ready to talk about some more situation ships. Okay, no, but we're gonna continue back to this. Apparently, it's two hours and nineteen minutes. So that said, uh, yeah, we're definitely getting back into this because most definitely we we're not done. We're not done. We're getting right to it. And I know my favorite YouTuber actually is probably gonna check this out because he's friends with uh, uh, what's her what's her name Pearl Pearl Pearl. But anyway, further ado, let's continue watching because last time we uh, let's say. Uh, we were watching. He was pointing out a uh, Mr. Ad him, Mr. Ad him, Ad him was pointing out a fact about this delusional fuck right here. This delusional fuck. Position my hand right. Because he's going based on how he feels and what social media is presenting. Knowing damn well what they're presenting isn't factual. Like, some of them is like, it's probably like made up by somebody else. Sorry, I'm, I'm just tired from work, so I might be cranky, dude. I might too. Might not. Who knows? Anyway, continue. Which so was, I, can which I not, I can't use, you're telling me I can't use any statement that Andrew Tate has made in any of his videos or websites. That's not fair to Anthony videos. Look, you, you have to accept. Look, there could be a snap. I can take, I can take, look, I was even going to do a low blow and I was going to, I actually took a snippet from your video. Which so which, I, can which I not, I can't use, you're telling me I can't use any statement that Andrew Tate has made in any of his videos or websites. That's not fair to Anthony videos. Look. You you have to accept. Look, there could be a snap. I can take. I can take. Look, I was even gonna do a low blow, and I was gonna. I actually took a snippet from your video where you said uh, me and Lena uh, are racist. But guess what? That was out of context. That was a joke you were making because you were being humorous, and it was there was context because you were having a joke with like somebody who was accusing you. Sure, of it. but what is my, the my point? What the point I'm trying to make is. That would be unacceptable for me to use to then say you're racist. So in reality, what will happen is, this is what I think, This sorry, this is in the scenario where I think it should be used and when it shouldn't be used. So the scenario where a video evidence should be used, let's say, for example, someone says, I killed Michael, and then you see Michael dead. You'd be like, okay, he said I've killed Michael online, and Michael's dead. But if he says, I've killed Michael, but then like Tony's dead, that doesn't mean that just because he said he's going to murder someone that he's murdered Tony. So the issue is this. Whenever you're going to use something online, the specific usage has to be used. So when you're giving the example of the bottom bitch, you now, there needs to be evidence that that actually happened. And there's no evidence that that happened based on that all we've the... That we've been presented with. Yeah, yeah, that we've been presented with. So, but we've been presented with significant... So I've done a significant amount of research on the Moldovan woman. There's nothing about a bottom bitch. There's, I've done a significant amount of research on the US woman. There's nothing about a bottom bitch. Um, Jasmine and Beatrice, the same thing. This U, UK, um, this new, woman number seven, the BBC did. She literally says... She actually explains how she went abroad and it was based on her own decision, her interaction with Andrew Tate. So we've got five women. So yeah... 
There is a small possibility that the other two women could say that happened. But right now, based on these five women, no. Okay, so when you compare the joke about me making a small racist comment, saying, oh, You didn't make I'm a racist, racist comment. No, no, you saying didn't. Saying that, it's, let's say even if I did, yeah. right? The way that you would evaluate the truthfulness of it is, like, well, let's look at his entire body of Brilliant. work. I accept, right? I accept. You would say that. what we do. Exactly. So if somebody's making comments about Andrew Tate, then we yeah. would look at his entire body of work. And, and, so and, if yeah. we look at what Andrew Tate's business is, or at least what he's claimed it is, is he's working with over 70 women, and he claims most of them are his girlfriends, are loyal to him. A lot of them are Eastern European. Um, Tell me if I'm wrong. Just let me know. He has talked about defrauding them on their taxes. He's talked about using a, body, a bottom bitch to rope some of them into his business. He's talked about how his brother has talked about how he doesn't let any of them read any of their Instagram messages. He's talked about how he doesn't let any of them leave. There's been statements leaked by some of the victims saying that they weren't allowed to leave the premises. He has now. talked about defrauding them on their taxes. He's talked about using a body a bottom bitch to rope some of them into his business. He's talked about how his brother has talked about how he doesn't let any of them read any of their Instagram messages. He's talked about how he doesn't let any of them leave. There's been statements leaked by some of the victims saying that they weren't allowed to leave the premises without a bodyguard or without one of the two women going along with them, that when we look at all of this, I don't think it's fair to say that we're just taking a single clip or we're just taking one comment and we're trying to make the claim like, oh, Andrew Tate is this horrible person. His entire model of, of camming from his brother talking about how they would just scam men. How, oh, here you go. Oh, I gave you two. Oh, that's yeah. kind of. I gave you two. Yeah, There's a pun right next to Dustin. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah. We're, we're accommodating here. Yeah, yeah. accommodating. <laughs> Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate's entire lives have been them openly talking about how they are scammers and about how they basically acquire women to use for their businesses in ways that to any sane person is going to sound like sex trafficking. Well, you're getting women that are loyal and faithful to you, that you're going to get to do camming. And in multiple statements, they've said like, oh, and you know what? They're my property and I get all of the money. And then in other statements, uh, Andrew has detailed how he defrauds them on their taxes. I don't see how any sane person does look at this guy like, oh, you know, this kind of looks like sex trafficking. It really does fit the bill completely. So, okay, so the, basically uh, two points. The fallacy of your position is this, and I'll get to the fallacy in a second. First things first, I agree with you. You should take a person's full body of information. And when you take Andrew Tate's full body, you have, you've seen it online. There's so many of his fans have produced videos demonstrating the com complete opposite. No, you shouldn't fraud the women. No, you should look after them. You should take care of them. You should respect them, so on and so forth. So you do have content that is equally on the same level as the content that you ha use to attack Tate. And that's my point. When you use the whole body, there is a, a huge level of body of information out there that shows both the positivity of what he's doing and the negativity of these statements that's the first point. In terms of the second point, again, you, you, this is the problem you're, you're doing because I know you have to do it because you know the case doesn't line up with your point. What you're basically doing is separating online content of what he's saying and saying, I don't care about what's happening in the case, that he should be convicted based on that. But guess what? I'm saying what he's saying online has no correlation with what he's done. So therefore, you can't use that as evidence to then say he should be convicted. What you should be doing... And what you can do, and I would find that acceptable, is if you did, if he's actually got a specific statement. So let's say the U, uh, U.S. woman says, "Look, he did X to me, specifically X, not the whole thing, and trying to make it look like human trafficking." And then you went and found he did X in the video. Then you could be like, he did it, but that's not what's happening. You're basically saying, he did this on the video. I do not care what the evidence states. I'm going to just say that he's guilty. So what you're basically saying is, guess what? I'm going to trial him or I'm going to uh, convict him based solely on social media content, irrespective of... ...that is presented in court. If the evidence is 
um, in court, then yes, he did, like he said, he did the do, but apparently, since the court has no evidence, and there was multiple times that people had their chance to do their thing, you know, tell whether or not he did or did not do, then that would have transpired. But apparently, they didn't say anything. And uh, it seems like, you were just looking like a fool, Destiny. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying. What the real life content is. And that's a problematic, because like I said, you're not understanding the point of, and I tried to explain to you from a thingy point, and you thought it was a race issue, but you're not understanding the issue of this. People talk in, in humor. People don't always talk what the real life content is. And that's a problematic, because like I said, you're not understanding the point of, and I tried to explain to you from a thingy point, and you thought it was a race issue, but you're not understanding the issue of this. People talk. In, in humor, people don't always talk in literalism. People exaggerate. What is transpiring? So let's continue. People uh, try and make their business look a lot better than they did. There's a number of reasons for that, but that's basically what happens. So in reality, when you're saying this, we need to look at it from a contextual point of view. So that's the first point. So now you, what you need to do is give me, if you want something uh, as evidence, give me some People uh, try and make their business look a lot better than they did. There's a number of reasons for that, but that's basically what happens. So in reality, when you're saying this, we need to look at it from a contextual point of view. So that's the first point. So now you, what you need to do is give me, if you want something uh, as evidence, give me something in the documents, something that they've done that you say, yeah, they should be convicted because guess what? Right now, the judge doesn't agree with you because the judge said there's reasonable suspicion but there's not enough evidence to prosecute and convict so that's why the prosecutor for the last nine months as well as these two months is looking for the evidence because if he had the if he had the evidence to convict them or prosecute them even before that he would have used it but he's knows that this social media content that you're talking about that doesn't match up with what the real life evidence and claims of the women are so what what you are saying is guess what i don't care what the judge says it doesn't matter that the judge says that there's not enough evidence to prosecute and convict. That's not good enough for me. I'm going to look at social media con uh, content and he's, and he's guilty. And I feel like uh, whatever you just said is invalid. So you're wrong. Okay, so I'll reiterate what I said at the beginning of the show. Um, only one of us here seems interested in having the process follow itself completely, and that's me. I said that whatever they find, I think that if they find enough to bring charges, then they should have a trial. And if they do well in their trial, the prosecution, then he should get convicted. That's how it should work. Um, okay, so I'll reiterate what I said at the beginning of the show. Um, only one of us here seems interested in having the process follow itself completely, and that's me. I said that whatever they find, I think that if they find enough to bring charges, then they should have a trial. And if they do well in their trial, the prosecution, then he should get convicted. That's how it should work. Um, it might be the case that after the prosecution digs further that they don't find enough and Andrew Tate and Tristan and the other two women end up walking. That could be the case. And if that is the case, then that's fine. I'm not here saying that he should be convicted. You keep saying that he should. To see whether or not nothing has been appeared in court. 
to be convicted. I think that I don't believe that he should be convicted based on what he said in his social media posts. That's what I think that, um, Okay, cool. But yeah. I think that it's. I think that it's. I think that it's okay. So to what do we disagree like, on? Hold on. What, what, what do we disagree on? Hold on. Well, I, I'll tell you. Yeah. The first thing you said is look at his full body of work. Okay. Should be convicted. I think that I don't believe that he should be convicted based on what he said in his social media posts. Thanks, I think that. Um, okay, cool. But yeah. I think that it's. I think that it's. I think that it's okay. So what do we disagree on? Hold on. What do we disagree on? Hold on. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah, the first thing you said is, look at his full body of work, okay? His full body of work is that he treats women like property. When he has some TikTok videos that say things like, you should look after women and respect them and take care of them, he's taking care of them as a pimp takes care of his prostitutes. And he's reiterated that multiple times, that the women belong to him, that they're not allowed to go out without him, they can't go to the club without him, they can't do these things without him, that they stay home all the time and they cook, they cook and they clean and they... Hold on, let me respond to his things, please, and then you can say whatever you want, okay? Okay, yeah. That he's multiple times stated this, and his brother Tristan has stated this, thing as well, that they're not allowed to look at their Instagram DMs, that he controls all of their social media accounts. He may probably control their income as well, I would imagine. That would extend to that. So when you say that there's a counterbalance, well, on one end, he's treating women like property, but on the other end, he's saying that respect them because you need to own them as, as sex workers, essentially, or own them as house slaves. I don't think that that's a good counterbalance. You bring up this point again and again, that he should be convicted based on social media things. I have not said that he should be convicted. What I'm saying is that, and what you agreed to, is that the prosecution hasn't given us every single piece of evidence. If Andrew Tate has said, I defraud people on their taxes. I don't think that he should be convicted for it. I think that would be a good point for the prosecution to say, okay, well, let's start subpoenaing records and let's see what have these girls actually been paid. They should have bank accounts. There should be income statements from his camming websites. And then the prosecution can look and they could go, this woman earned, you know, 50,000 Romanian dollars and she was paid, you know, 25,000 Romanian dollars. Well, everything here is probably good and they move on. But maybe she earned $50,000 and for some reason she's only getting paid 500 Romanian dollars. Then that would be probably something you would bring in court and say, hey, look, this is part of the charges we're bringing against you. You are clearly defrauding these women. I don't know what the extent of that investigation is going to be, because right now I don't have a, uh, any insight into what the prosecution has besides what they've leaked to the public or presented to the judge to maintain that the Tates remain in prison until they finish their investigation. Um, the, the people talking humor and all of this, again, I'm going by full-length videos that I've watched of Andrew and Tristan Tate explaining how they work with women and explaining their business. I'm not going by little quips. I'm not going by small clips. I'm not going by jokes. I'm just listening to how they describe the process of what they do. And if you listen to it, it sounds indistinguishable from pimping. Would you, would you agree that the CCTV footage should be included? In I, I don't know what the particular. I don't think that's every. It's weird. Like, why wouldn't they have that in there? Why well, I don't know I, what I don't know what I don't know what evidence they need to have on both sides because they don't need every single piece of evidence. Well, right? I'm just thinking like if you're gonna go off of because you know you guys know a lot more about this than I do. But basically, like they that Andrew and Tristan were like running this operation. Wouldn't CCTV put footage be the perfect thing to see? You know, like the problem is I don't know if the CCTV footage is dispositive, right? It might be the case that there are videos of them partying inside, mm -hmm. but it might be the case that leaving the compound is actually incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. That you're not that once you step outside, you get in trouble. Also, oh, okay. um, according to Romanian criminal law, statements from victims um, can't get rid of sex trafficking. Like a victim can't consent to that. So even if a victim says, "Oh, well, you know, this was all fine and it was okay," if text message logs are leaked where he's saying like, "Oh, I want to marry you," blah blah blah, and then she comes down and she starts working for him and she's not even getting paid her fair cut, it doesn't matter if she comes out on social media and says, "Oh no, like we're cool, everything's fine," especially if there's still working in the industry. Those statements explicitly called out in Romanian law are not used to clear the charges of sex trafficking. They're irrelevant. Okay, so let me go through your points. Might be a while. Right, so first things first, in terms of the property point, right? So uh, again, this is the issue where you've 
What, what happened was, Andrew Tate has explained this in long form, and he did explain that, look, I, the way I see it is in a traditional religious view. So what happens is, in the Abrahamic religions, you have a scenario where the man gives the, the father gives the woman away. There is a dowry where you give a payment to the father, and then it passes over. Now, you may agree or disagree with that, but that's the perspective. Now, I understand um, in this liberal Western world why that would be a problem, and because in liberal Western ideology, in reality, it's the man who is the property of the woman. Because what happens is in this, yeah, I'm about to tell, explain to you, Destiny. So because in this world, in, in this Western liberal ideology, you have a scenario where basically the, the man, when he marries the woman, he makes a contract. And the contract is this that he promised to be monogamous. He loses 50% of everything if she leaves him. If the woman cheats on the man, he has to either accept it or. Woman doesn't make the same agreement because what happens is if the man cheats on the woman, he loses 50% of everything. If if she leaves him, if the woman cheats on the man, he has to either accept it or he has to basically divorce it and then he loses 50% of everything. So in, in so I understand why that would be a problem because in Western liberalism, the man is the property of the woman. In terms of um, the, um, you said I, I, you said I don't, I, 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 you said I don't think, but it doesn't matter what you think about this this issue. It's about what's actually happened. And in terms of the issue, you've got a scenario where there's not enough evidence to prosecute or convict. That's what the judge said. Because what you're trying to say is, guess what? There may be a plethora of evidence, but they've not given it to us. So guys, there is enough evidence to prosecute, but it's just hidden away. But that's not the that's not what's happening. What's happening is they're looking for the evidence to take the bar from reasonable suspicion to the fact that they know that they'll be able to convict beyond reasonable doubt. That's why they're looking. That's why the boys and the two girls are in prison because they're looking for this evidence. Now, that's the other point. Now, you said what should be happening is, and I think you made a fair point. You said, guess what? What should be happening is the prosecutor should be looking, looking at the accounts of the girls, looking at the data information, looking at how much money's gone in the account, and then they'll find out. I agree with that. And that will, and if they do that, then we'll have a better idea of what's happened. But up to now, let's, it's, let's, it's either they've done it, and that doesn't give us the information that they want, right? And hence why they're still looking for... more evidence that's the first possibility or the second possibility they've not even realized about doing it and they probably should have consulted with you and they need to do it for over the next four months that's the, that's the other point in terms of the cctv the problem is because you, 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 you and i explained to you this is contravention of international law and romanian law i have to explain to you it's article 5-1 article 99 and Article 100, sorry, Article 99 and Article 100 say, so Article 99 says this, the victim and the suspect should be able to present evidence to, to, to fight, you know, to the, to the prosecutor in terms of positive evidence in their case, so they've contravened that. Article 100, that the um, 
the prosecutor, sorry, the def defendant should be able to provide evidence that basically strengthens his case so that the prosecutor can think twice whether to prosecute or not. So these have been contravened, and this was my example, because I know you wanted uh, examples of international law con being contravened. But it's not just international law, it's not European law just, because remember, European law is incorporated into Romanian law, so it's both. Um, in terms of the WhatsApp, so again, you got a scenario where, like I said to you, you have a scenario where the WhatsApp messages have only been given in snippets and the whole entirety hasn't been given. So again, those should be given in the snippets. Again, contravening those articles that I mentioned, they should all be given so that a person can have a full basis of understanding of what exactly is going on. And the last point, you mentioned that according to Romanian law, a victim um, can, you, we can't have a scenario where a victim consents and is still trafficking. How do you know that? The reason you know that, the reason you know that is because you have a psych evaluation to be able to determine if that person has been brainwashed or the Stockholm Syndrome for that person. I've explained to you already, the women who they're claiming are brainwashed haven't had a psych report. How can you make it, how can I speak to you and then I say your, 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 your wife's brainwashed? That's illogical. I need to speak to your wife and then make a psychology a psychological deduction and say that is she brainwashed or not and finally you, you haven't answered this question i've explained it that when it comes to the rape allegations when it comes to the human trafficking allegations the judge has said that the evidence you've provided me is reasonable suspicion but you need to go back and find enough evidence so we can prosecute and convict. They're looking for that evidence and they've not found it. Your argument that, guess what, they might have it hidden somewhere and they might use it later, that is, that, 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 that's illogical because the whole point is they're looking for it to be able to now prosecute or commit. That's why they've got the guys in there. Unless you're saying they're basically, again, trying to torture the guys, keep them in there, even though they have the evidence, keep them in there for the full 180 days and the girls to break them and then, then use that later. Okay, so the first thing, I just have a simple question. Which, uh, so I'm not a big religious guy, okay? I grew up Catholic, but what do I know, okay? Which of the traditional Abrahamic religious, uh, religious um, practices allow you to have your wives webcamming? Sorry? So, which of the way, Abrahamic religions yeah, allow yeah, you cost, to have your, I'll, web, I'll, have your girlfriend webcamming? I'm just curious. Yeah, cost, that's a very good question. So, in terms of which uh, Abraham, Abrahamic religion it is wrong according to all of the ethical paradigms, I think it's wrong. So, I think the entire industry okay so, let, let me finish now because you asked me a question i can't give a half answer so the entire industry which is the webcam industry whether it's the only fans industry whether it's the tiktok industry whether it's instagram any kind of sexual sexual exploitation of men and some of it is exploitation of women as well is is not allowed at all but in terms of what because what you're trying to make it look like is guess what he's following religion in this and he's not following in this but my point is this we don't know because when you look at his views even in 2020 when it came to some of his views about islam they were horrendous and he then apologized and said look i have these views and i no longer have these views so we can only make someone's uh, a determination on somebody's uh, ethical framework on that given point because people's ethics change. my ethics have changed I, uh, you know you you change in terms of yeah okay so, okay, so so I don't know why we would ever appeal to any traditional statement then that Andrew Tate has made, uh, because you just admitted that he made horrible statements on Islam in 2020, maybe 2021. I don't know when he converted, but I'm not going to then fall back on his traditional religious statements to defend earlier points in time.
time when you yourself said he'd made horrible statements on Islam. He explained, it, it, like, he explained in the Piers Morgan interview, it, it, it sounds, which is recent. Uh, sure, and I've seen yeah. the Piers Morgan yeah. interview, and I don't think that there was any redemption to be found for Andrew Tate in that interview. I don't think that you can say he was being traditional when he talks about owning women and then using them to webcam. I don't think there's anything traditional about that. There is certainly nothing in Christianity about that. I seriously doubt that anybody in Islam would be protecting that. No, no, I wasn't. Have, no, no, no. Oh, let me finish. Okay, let me finish. Okay, okay yeah. Um, there's nothing traditional about that. So I'm not going to evaluate any of his statements as a traditionally religious statement. I'm going to evaluate them for what they are. Um, I don't know the side tangent about how, like, if uh, a woman owns a man because uh, if a man cheats on her, she gets half or whatever. Um, first of all, like, even alimony is awarded in very rare cases. You're talking about, like, exceptional circumstances where big estates are being separated. And when they are being separated, it's based on the accumulation of wealth within that marriage. Now, if the man is accumulating most of the wealth, then, yeah, he might be subject to lose it based on the agreement of the marriage. But if a woman is accumulating most of the wealth, then she's subject who's, to lose it. Who's accumulating most of the wealth in marriages? Right now, it's men. Thank you. But... The law doesn't say a man loses half and a woman owns the man. No, no, I'm the talking about the implications. Says, I don't care about the implications. I'm talking about the law, but that right? Matters. That's great. Um, but I'm just talking about the law. So the law says that... Implications. I'm sorry. Implication. He said that was important. That's important. Like... We're going to continue. Once you are married as a couple, you begin to accumulate and accrue things as a couple, and then when you split, depending on the agreements you have in place, depending on what the arrangement of the marriage was, you are generally entitled to split those things. Split? Once you are married as a couple, you begin to accumulate and accrue things as a couple, and then when you split, depending on the agreements you have in place, depending on what the arrangement of the marriage was, you are generally entitled to split those things. That is the legal arrangement of marriages as they exist in the West. Not with prenups. If you don't like it, that's fine. Get a prenup. Um, when we talk about how, like, there's uh, there's not enough evidence to... Things 50-50 between both parties. Now, if one side has earned more than the other, of course it's going to feel like they're losing more. But that is the legal arrangement of marriages as they exist in the West. If you don't like it, that's fine. Get a prenup. Um, when we talk about how, like, there's uh, there's not enough evidence to convict, and you're saying that's not how... Um, you, you keep saying that they don't have evidence to do the charges right now. It might be the case that they feel like they have a strong case. They feel like they have enough to do some kind of charge now, but they they want to dig farther and see how much they can find before they actually go to court. If they were to try to charge them right now on just sex trafficking, maybe it's the case that in one or two months they could have dug up more evidence and maybe they could have had something related to tax fraud as well. But they need time to find that information. Now, in Romanian criminal courts, you can detain somebody for up to 180 days depending on the type of criminal conviction or charge they might be facing. And in these cases, the charges are exceptional. It's sex trafficking. It's rape. Um, I think that uh, uh, organization... Uh, a criminal organization or arrangement of criminal organization is one of the charges as well. In these cases, when these are the charges facing them, they have the right to detain these people and to search more to finish what they want to accumulate for or what they want to accrue before they start to bring these charges to the people. They don't have to charge them immediately right when they have something. They, that's just not the case. So you keep you keep saying this line that, well, the judges said they don't have enough to convict, they don't have enough to charge. Why would the prosecution hide something? Yep. It might be the case that the prosecution is just doing more research to see what they actually want to bring when they've done all the research rather than charging the first thing they have that they think will stick. And the judge himself has said, while you, while you are correctly saying um, that he's saying they're not looking for enough evidence to bring a conviction or a, or a charge yet, he's saying that there is a lot of evidence that points in that direction, and that's why he has denied repeatedly the appeals of the Tates to be released from prison. 
Um, <clears throat> when you talk about statements from like suspects or whatever, the reason why the suspect statements don't matter is because sex trafficking can never be done with the consent of a victim. It might be the case that a victim says, oh no, I consent, oh no, it's okay. But if you dig up the evidence that they were initially misled or that they were coerced in some manner and they continue to work for the person, it doesn't matter if they come and say, oh no, it's okay. So it's like in the West, you can't sell yourself into slavery. Much the same, you can't co uh, consent to being sex trafficked. It doesn't matter what the victim says at that point. Um, and then you said, guess what? Yeah, Older that's all I got for that. No, okay, so I've got my list. Okay. Go yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, okay, so in terms of what you said about Pierce Mo uh, about the traditional values, because what you did was you said, guess what? I explained traditional values in terms of the pro the property argument. And then you said, guess what? Overarching, he needs to apply to everything. No, I just, in, in, in the Pierce Morgan interview, he'd already converted to Islam. So you saw that direction where he was basically changing his ethical framework. And so that is, that is, covers that issue. In terms of... Um, accruing money, what you said, where men can earn more. What you're saying is it's all about the law. But the thing is that what the law does is, right now, it has a scenario where it severely impacts men, hence why I said men are property. And in terms of uh, talking about marriage, because I did see a podcast from yesterday where you claim that... Um, 40% of, sorry, 60% of men uh, receive custody. That's inaccurate. I did look into it because when I heard it, I was uh, shocked. It's actually 80% of women receive custody, so that was inaccurate. Um, in, um, and there's some data saying 65%, but it's actually 80% of women. So 20% of men only receive custody. Um, so if you can provide us with your uh, uh, data, because I've looked into this significant amount of research in terms of what I said. Which sure. Um, and I'm, 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 let me finish. Oh, yeah, go for it. Sorry. Uh, now, you said, guess what? They, so I, my argument was this. They've not got enough evidence to prosecute and convict. The judges told them, go back and look for more evidence. Your, your argument is, mm, maybe they're looking for other things. Maybe they might find other things. Maybe they're looking for... It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what maybe is. It matters what it is right now. Right now, the judge has said... There's not enough evidence. You need to find the evidence. So whatever, ev all the evidence that they presented, and they presented the WhatsApps, they presented the psych reports, and they presented the witness statements, that isn't enough. So your argument about maybe, could be, possibly irrelevant. Um, Miscellaneous expenses. Tax worries. <laughs> but tax... About 180 days, the same thing you said, it might be the case. So, again, irrelevant. Now, what you said is, another point, you said there's a lot of evidence. Look, that is inaccurate. What the judge said is, because this, and it's very important that viewers understand... The another point is, um, again, you said, um, about 180 days, the same thing you said, it might be the case. So, again, irrelevant. Now, what you said is, another point, you said there's a lot of evidence. Look, that is inaccurate. What the judge said is, because this, and it's very important that viewers understand the thresholds. Right now, there's not a lot, lot of evidence. What has been presented to the judge only meets reasonable suspicion. So you've got reasonable suspicion here. I don't want to give a percentage because then it'll get into a debate about percentages. But as a viewer, you can understand maybe it's like 20, 30%, whatever it may be. That's just a, a, one, a percentage I made up, a reasonable suspicion. Then in a civil court, you have something called balance of probability. So you need to prove something by 51%. Right. And then you got something which is beyond reasonable doubt. 
what is that percentage? Maybe 70, 80, 90, but it needs to be beyond beyond reasonable doubt. Like, if you, you, you know, you, the, a reasonable person will be able to doubt it. So that's the level it needs to get to in terms of evidence. So when you say there's a lot of evidence, no, there's some evidence, which is reasonable. Re reasonable. Uh, uh, um, and you're the last point. It, you're saying it has to be to that level in order for them to detain the, him for this long? No, no, I'm saying in order to prosecute and convict, it has to be at that level because okay, you have okay. to convict based on that. And they know they haven't got that. So they need to meet, they need to take the evidence from here mm -hmm. and take it all the way up to here before they can actually uh, convict or prosecute. So do you know what level they, roughly they have to be at in order to detain someone for that long? Reasonable suspicion, which is very low. Like, like 20, Yeah, yeah okay, which, okay. Is, which is Romanian, which is what I said, which I had a problem with the Romanian law, but it is Romanian law. Um, the other point is this. You keep mentioning consent. And the problem is this. You, with your, with what you're arguing, I can say you've been human trafficked. And and you'll be like, no, I haven't been human trafficked. Yeah, but look, you got transported here. You brainwashed. Uh, Pearl brainwashed you. And you're like, no, no, I never brainwashed her. You know, she never brainwashed me. Pearl will be like, no, I never brainwashed her. And then I'll just speak to the... Um, um, the producer, and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, he he, he, he he was brainwashed, and then that's it, you're brainwashed. No. The way I find out if someone's brainwashed is I will speak to you, and you've not answered this point, and I will make a psych evaluation on you, and I will say, based on this evaluation, this person does look like they're being brainwashed, this person does look like they got Stockholm Syndrome, and then we can do it. Because if you're going to live in a society where I can randomly just say this person's brainwashed, that person's brainwashed, just based on a random person saying it, or someone who knows you saying it, that is a scary, scary society to live in. That's a totalitarian society. And that's why I always say, as much as if you don't like Andrew Tate or you love Andrew Tate or whatever it may be, always remember whenever you're making an argument, them arguments can be used against you because whenever they use draconian measures against someone, they always use it against someone you don't like and then they apply it to everybody else. That's very important to realize. And so the, that's the whole basis. That you can claim that anyone's brainwashed. You've still not answered my question about the inter uh, co uh, contravention of the international laws and EU laws, which I cite. Well, nobody has claimed that there have been, besides their lawyers, nobody is challenging any of the Romanian laws in European courts. Right? Because I don't think that there has been a problem with how Romania conducts its legal system. Is that you can claim that anyone's brainwashed. You've still not answered my question about the inter uh, co uh, contravention of the international laws and EU laws, which I cite. Well, nobody has claimed that there have been, besides their lawyers, nobody is challenging any of the Romanian laws in European courts. Right? Because I don't think that there has been a problem with how Romanian conducts legal system in the European courts. When you try to say that uh, you could just say that I'm brainwashed and Pearl trafficked me, you could say that. If you went through and you dug through our text messages and Pearl is saying, Stephen, come to London, I want to marry you, please. And then I show up and she's like, you're going to suffer through six of my shows now and uh, maybe we'll get married by the end. And also I'm going to, you know, like then you would have a case, you would have a, a foundation for it. But it's not just a matter of I'm saying you're brainwashed, therefore you are, therefore you were trafficked. That's not equivalent at all here, right? What we're looking at is a pattern of Tate, communicating with girls, promising to marry them, getting into relations with them, and then bringing them over, and then having them do sex work. That's what's being alleged here. And a victim statement saying like, oh no, like, uh, I, 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 he really did love me, and that's not what's happening. That's not enough to overturn it. So if you wanted to make the comparison to me and Pearl, you would have to find some crazy messages from her to me that I don't believe exist um, that show that she's promising me some kind of like relationship or something that's getting me to fly out here and do content. That's what would make it equivalent. The actual evidence, the actual messages afterwards. Um, when you keep saying here that the judge has said that there's not enough evidence 
sentence um, to convict, I don't believe the judge has made that statement. What the judge has said is you do not require enough evidence for a conviction. You only need enough to bring a charge forward. And the prosecution right now is in the final stages of their investigation of doing that. Now, you can say that they're holding him for whatever reason they want, or they, you know, maybe they don't have the evidence and they're just bullshitting their way through it. But if that's the case, they were already arrested in Romania before, and they weren't held for that long, right? Where they were already released. So it seems like they do have some internal standard that they're trying to meet to have a compelling amount of evidence to lock them up and finish an investigation. And like I said, all we can do is wait and see what the final results of that turn out to be. If it turns out to be that they didn't collect anything compelling, then I imagine hopefully they release what they have or whatever. We say that it was enough, and then they walk, and then that's it. But if they do have enough, then it moves forward to the, to the trial stage. And I just don't know why you would ever feel confident enough to say, that evidence doesn't exist. They're not going to have it. There's no way. When things are being leaked by the prosecution, like every two days, every every new day, we get something else. I think, geez, shoot, I should have read this, but I'm pretty sure like two days ago, there was literally just something new um, that was released about uh, a couple of the new victims or one of the new victims that came forward. But I mean, new stuff is coming forward all the time. Um, when you, can I finish my four? Yeah, yeah, go okay, ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Um, you mentioned that 60. I also, I do think it's telling that there's a weird, when I try to evaluate the Andrew Tate stuff, I'm not trying to do this weird like East versus West, Islam, whatever. I'm just looking at the facts of the case. That's all I generally care about. I think it's interesting that there are so many of these points you're bringing up relating to like Western, Eastern, gynocentric, you know, females owning men. Uh, you brought up that 60% versus 80% of who's winning custody cases. The claim that I made was that when men fight for custody, they win 60% of the time. I believe that women win 80 to 90% of the time, but that's because men usually don't fight for custody. But when they do fight for custody, they tend to win 60% of the time. Those are the numbers that I'm familiar with. When you said that laws favor men versus women when it comes to divorcing, it just favors whoever's made most of the money. And in this female-dominated world, as women are earning more and more money, maybe when men will rise up, and when we divorce women, maybe we'll start taking more from them than they take for us, uh, from us. But it just matters. The only thing that matters is who's earned more money, not whether you or not you're a man or woman. And then for the final thing, the first thing you brought up was he was changing his framework on Pierce Morgan. Why would I care about him changing his framework on Pierce Morgan when the statements that he's made about owning women were done in the past when he owned his sex trafficking business? It might be the case that as of the past year, he's become a good, devout Muslim. He's, he follows the teaching of Islam and all of that, and he's doing that great. That's fine. I don't care. That's not when he ran his business. He ran his business like five years ago. Would you agree with what he said on the psych evaluation, that those girls should have had a psych evaluation themselves? I don't know specifically how the psychologist is uh, extrapolating to the other women. I do know that the two that go on to defend Tate literally have tattoos of him on their body, so I don't know if they would be, and I'm pretty sure they still work in the end. You want to, like, talk about social media and, like, what people also said. Sources also said that those females that have tattoos willingly get that so history so i don't know if those are going to be like the most exonerating types of evidence but i mean if the psych if the psych evals were the only thing that was keeping them in the romanian courts i think i would probably disagree with the judge's evaluation there but those aren't the only things only holding them in the court the prosecution has leaked a ton of different types of text messages showing criminal history so i don't know if those are going to be like the most exonerating types of evidence but i mean if the psych if the psych evals were the only thing that was keeping them in the romanian courts i think i would probably disagree with the judge's evaluation there but those aren't the only things only holding them in the court the prosecution has leaked a ton of different 
types of text messages showing criminal intent, showing organization of, um, of the criminal organization, showing threats made to some of the talent, um, showing different messages where Andrew Tate is promising marriage if a woman moves to Romania. Um, so I, to say that the prosecution rests solely on that psyche valve, I don't believe that's fair. Okay, so first thing is, in terms of the contravention of the international law, you didn't give no answer. All you said is, I don't think it's a problem. It doesn't matter what you think. It's about whether they contravene or not. The second thing is, in terms of um, relationship, again, so what you're doing is, you're basically saying, because I give the analogy about Yumpel, so what you're basically saying is, if someone's in a relationship vis-a-vis, -vis, that means that they are human trafficked. No, those women clearly based on the leaked documents that you are referring to, went, were in love with Tate, went to, went to um, Romania on their own volition, and then they made the decision based on consent. Even the BBC woman literally said, I made the decision based on my own choice and my own decision. What you're saying is, guess what? They were brainwashed. And I just said to you, you now, but anyway, you've conceded it. You said that the psych report is unacceptable that it happened. And in terms of the psych report, you're saying, again, I don't think this is the problem. Your whole argument is about what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. The, what the judges said is there was three important uh, level. There was three aspects of the evidence that were important in order to make a determination. In terms of the rape allegation, do you know what the two evidences are? It's only the witness statement and the psych report. So it's 50% of the evidence, because the witness statement and the psych report are equally weighted, and it's the statement of the woman. In terms of the other women being brainwashed, it's three. So it's the witness statement, it's the psych report, and finally it's the uh, evidence that's being leaked. And this is the issue. The evidence that's being leaked is weak. Like when we see, when you look at the evidence, it does not demonstrate what they're being charged for. It's so weak. It's snippets of information, and that's what my argument is: that based on the evidence that we have right now, and the judge agrees with me. So based on the leaks, that evidence isn't enough to prosecute or convict. So that's the point. So you're right. We're getting leaks all the time, and yet we've not got a damning leak. So this is the problem. We've not got anything damning that says it. The other point you. Made is, you know, in terms of we're talking about five years ago. Again, that's incorrect. We're not talking about five years ago. Maybe we're talking about five years ago in terms of the YouTube clips that you're interested in, but I already explained to you that's irrelevant and I think you've finally, you admit that it's irrelevant. Wait, when was this camming business? They're not being charged for five years ago. They've been charged for the last year and a half. Yeah, but we were talking about in the context of no, this no, camming no. business. When no, was this camming business? No, no. So they're not even being charged for the camming business. What they've been charged for is OnlyFans and TikTok. Yeah, and but when did he do his camming business? When did he start his camming business? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not looking at that. That's not relevant. Because what's okay, relevant? Well, because you're well, no, 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 because what's time. relevant? No, no, that's not relevant. Because what's? Because again, what you're looking at is social media. Your your whole thing is trial by social media. Everything on social media convicts him. I'm saying it doesn't matter what social media says. Let's look at what's actually happening. What's actually happening is he's being charged for allegations from mid 2021 till mid 2022. It's that year or year and a half. In that year and year and a half, he is did not do the cam business. The court documents say it's um, TikTok and OnlyFans. And so when you're referring to five years ago, that's irrelevant. So what, and what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if he's a good Muslim or a bad Muslim. That's not relevant to me. I'm trying to explain to you the reason why he used the terminology of property. Now, you're saying he's a contradiction. Why is he using the term 
property um, and then he's having a webcam business. So if he was using the term property a year ago and he's using the, oh, let's say a year ago, yeah, and he's used the, and he's doing the web, uh, OnlyFans and um, uh, what you call it, was TikTok, what all that demonstrates is that he's got a contradiction in his views. And I can tell you now, most people that do have contradiction in their ideas, views, thoughts, ideologies, I accept that's a contradiction. But in terms of that specific point, he is appealing to traditional values, even though I agree webcam business isn't. Um, again, look, you keep saying, I don't think, I don't think it's that. But look, the judge already said the standard meets reasonable suspicion. Look for more evidence. That's the reason they've detained him. No one's denying that. So, you know, when you keep saying, I, I don't think, I know you need to say that because you need this debate to continue going and you need to try and argue your point. But in reality, that's not what it is. You have to look at what the, the data is and what the information is. And that's literally what we've got. The information, according to everyone, according to the judge, is that it's not enough. Um, you mentioned that. Um, uh, yeah, I've answered. I've answered. Right. Yeah, you. I, I don't know what to say. You keep saying like the judge agrees with me, when clearly he doesn't because he has denied their appeals and continued to detain them. <laughs> so when you say why, why the judge it, agrees, why is it, why is it because he believes that the prosecution has provided sufficient evidence to show what level, that there are what level of evidence the judge has said. I'm just saying that if, no, you, want, if, you, want, if you want to disagree, you say okay. Well, maybe the judge doesn't disagree with me. But it's strange that you would pick and choose the judge. No, what level of evidence? Just answer it. What level of evidence has he that given? That there's reasonable suspicion that a serious we agree. We agree. Sure. That's it, how the Romanian criminal court system works. No. That's what Andrew Tate moved specifically no. to Romania no, to no, take listen, advantage listen. of. He said that he liked the way their courts Destiny. worked, and he moved there, and now he's look, over there. Look, now, if you look, if you Destiny. say if you say can I, can if you say no, you no. can't. You can't after I'm done. Okay. So okay. you said you said very specifically. You said very specifically that it's about I feel, I think, I feel, I think. That's every statement you've made in regards to them contravening with international law. Nobody, the international courts aren't saying the Romania system is in violation of international law. No European Commission has said that the Romanian courts are in violation of international law. And the judge himself is referencing international law when he's giving reasons in his own document for why they're remaining locked up. So if you want to say the judge agrees with you, I, I don't know what you're agreeing with. Maybe you just want to pick and choose things that the judge says you agree with. Um, I, I understand we're kind of circling the drain on that argument going back and forth, but yeah. No, that does confuse me. So if the judge agrees with you, then why is he locked up? Still, yeah. So basically, that's the reason why they've uh, to, uh, uh, taken on Tina Glandian because mm -hmm. no, no. So the judge agrees with me about the level of evidence. Okay. So what the level of evidence is this is that and and and, and Destiny agrees as well because he mm -hmm. said his reasonable suspicion. And then my next question to Destiny was going to be, Destiny, do you agree that the level of evidence is reasonable, reasonable suspicion, and they need to find no more, much more evidence to bridge that gap to? Beyond reasonable doubt. So that was going to be my question. So if you can answer that. Reasonable. I don't know. Reasonable doubt is what you prove in a court to convict somebody of a exactly. criminal charge. Exactly. That's not what you need to bring charges against somebody, though. Of course you do, because if you do, if you, if you, if you, when you're, when you're bringing charges, you would not bring charges based on weaker evidence and then hope that you bridge the gap during trial. You know you've got the sufficient evidence. Hence why the uh, allegations in the United Kingdom were not taken forward because they found that the women were colluding, and so they knew that they wouldn't be able to get beyond reasonable doubt. Now, in terms of, um, so that was that in terms of, uh, but I, I think Destiny agrees. I think I'm, I'm not understanding where, where it is. I, I think he said, I think, but. When you say beyond reasonable doubt, yeah, yeah. that's in my mind, beyond a reasonable doubt is what you have to prove in front of a jury. 
That's right. Yeah. So when when a prosecutor takes the, the case to the court, he's not going to take. He doesn't take the case based on weak evidence. He's not like, oh, I'm 50% sure, and hopefully I'll bridge, bridge the 30, 40% gap during the trial. No. He says he says, look, I've got this. I can actually convict beyond beyond reasonable doubt. Let me take this, and that's why the prosecutor, and that's very important for prosecutors because they have a certain percentage that they've got to meet, so they know that the level of evidence needs to be that level before they take it to trial. Yeah. Okay. So they. So yeah. So they right now they have a reasonable suspicion, and because of the nature of the crimes in the Romanian criminal court system, they're allowed to detain them while they finish their investigation. We agree with this so far, right? That's what they're allowed to do in Romania. The judge has looked at their appeals. He's looked at the evidence the prosecution has submitted, and he said, well, I, you know, I think there's enough here to let the prosecution continue their investigation, and that's how the Romanian criminal court system works. Now, you might feel like it's international law violation. You might cite Article 99 and 100 and Article 51, but none of the international courts have thus far challenged uh, the Romanian criminal court proceedings, so that is your feeling as much as anything in here might be my feeling. Um, you mentioned uh, evidence relating to women colluding in the UK on a rape charge. Um, that's in dispute. We don't know if the women were colluding or not. I believe that the um, prison, uh, I'm sorry, the police officer said that they didn't like that when the two women were texting each other. I believe the women said that we weren't um, sure if we should tell the police that he had gotten us drunk beforehand and that the police officers considered that colluding. Now, it could be the case that the women are misleading their text messages there, or it could be the case that the police officers aren't being forthcoming with the text messages. It's hard to say because I haven't seen those text messages myself, but I think it's not fair to just instantly claim they were colluding. I know that's what Tate likes to say, but Tate hasn't produced any of those text messages either, so all I can go are by the statements of the women and the statements of the police. Um, in regards to that, um, I, I, when you when you bring up the, the rape allegations, I now I remember because you brought this up. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. Didn't Romanian authorities find that there were three more rape allegations that had been tried to have been filed in a local uh, Romanian police station, and they ended up not being followed up on because of the two women that were arrested, one of which was a police officer? Is, is that not the case? Did that not just happen yesterday? So, I mean, it seems like the prosecution is still uncovering things, and, I mean, like I said, we'll see in a month or two or however long it takes them once they finish their investigation what kind of charges are brought forth. But all we can do is sit and wait. Okay, so just to summarize what you've said, you agree that basically they're unreasonable suspicion at the moment. They haven't got enough evidence to prosecute or convict. That was basically my argument right at the beginning. In terms of international law, let me, let me be clear. What you keep saying is, I think, I feel, I believe. I've been citing international law. That's a big difference between what both me and you are doing. In terms of why that hasn't been highlighted, well, that's why they got Tina Glandian, who is actually an expert in international law and human rights law. And if the Rome, uh, if if the Rome, uh, Romanian system does not un, does not basically follow what are the regulations, then I, I do believe that that will be an avenue that they'll take. So there's a reason why there's a human rights lawyer that's now been included into the team. So, and she's explained that there is contravention, but how you find contravention is by applying and making applications. So that's, that will be the steps that they'll be taking. So yeah, I've explained to you what the contravention is, and then I've explained to you that with the, in terms of the lawyer, but the difference between what I'm doing and what you're doing is I've actually cited law. You're just saying, I feel, it's all about feelings and emotions. That's basically what your arguments are. Um, in terms of um, the British women, incorrect. The British women said themselves that the CPS told them that because they were colluding, that's why they never took the allegations forward. But then the women said, "Guess what? No, no, we weren't. We weren't colluding. We were talking about the, um, uh, the you know, about, about the wine issue." But the women specifically said that the CPS told them that is the reason why it wasn't it, it wasn't taken forward because of the voice messages that they were sending. In terms of um, the 
four extra women. It was, it's actually four extra women that who, who have made claims. Again, none of that has been presented to the court. None of that has been uh, verified. That has been stated in the newspaper. But again, I can't comment on that because we haven't got enough information about that. We haven't got enough allegations on that. It, and they're not rape allegations. They're basically, again, saying that he's been a bit... Again, when you look at the allegations, they get very, very weak. They do not amount to human trafficking. And that's my point. All of these allegations, they don't amount to human trafficking. And, you, and we know that because why don't they want to include the CCTV? You know why they don't want to include the CCTV. I know why they don't want to include the CCTV because the CCTV will demonstrate that actually these women had freedom of movement, freedom of, uh, freedom of uh, doing what they want, and it would give a great window into sh seeing that. And hence why they're not including it because they know they damage the kids and that's why they're not including it into the uh, prosecution evidence. And sorry, in the last bit, the psych report, you've not, you're not, you, again, oh no, so you already conceded that, sorry. So the, um, do you think that the international law will change? Um, or do you think that Romanian law will change after this case? If, is this, a, if this truly is a violation it's of a very good question. Uh, that's, that's the reason international law, law is there. We, very recently, Romanian law changed because what happened was Romanian law had it in there where women weren't amount, allowed to work as long hours as men. International law, uh, 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 it, it violated international law. And very recently, it was changed. So, yes, that's the base. That's the reason we have ELO. So that's you, the reason we have ELO and international law. So, do you, do you think that the law will change after this take case? About this issue? Yeah. So, this issue is that they They've just not applied the law. So they, they own, this is part of in their your own, opinion. No, 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 no. This yes, is not my in opinion. your opinion. It's your opinion. No, no, no. This is not an opinion. I'm saying they already have this in Romanian law. No, the you, problem is, what you're, you, about? you're saying the judge and all the court cases are violating their own law right now? That's no, an no. opinion. That's a feeling that you have. No, no. It's not a feeling, an opinion. The articles that I have cited are part of Romanian law. So what I'm trying to say is that has been overlooked by the judge. So he should look into it. So maybe he will look into it in the next one. But the point is the judge has overlooked it. And that's incorrect because you wanted me to in cite examples of where international law is being contravened. Sure. And so, so that's, that's why... In, that's in your opinion. That's all, that's all that is. That's your opinion. It's not an opinion. It's, it, it, it's the, the judge is the judge. It's their legal system. You feel like it they doesn't... haven't adequately addressed the international laws. That's right. The judge not... obviously disagrees with you. That's your opinion, though. I don't know why you why you think that that's like a fact that you can state. Obviously, different people... You probably have an opinion that the Patriot Act or something also violates international laws. But that would be an opinion No, no, no. Have, so so, right? so I, 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 I know that the Patriot Act doesn't, in, interna yeah. uh, uh, doesn't violate international laws, and neither does the Romanian system. I'm saying... Sh what should happen is, in terms of the Patriot Act, in terms of the, in, the same rules in the United Kingdom uh, Terrorism Act, in terms of the Romanian system in the, the 180 days, I'm saying that, I, had, I, I said it right at the beginning, that, that my argument based on that isn't based on law. So that is my opinion, that that should be changed because I think that's unethical uh, that you can detain someone, especially when most of these people who are being detained are from minority communities. Sure, and you so, think for the Romanian law, you think it's a statement of fact that the judge is violating their own laws, that Whole, that whole process right now. Every no, no, member involved. Look, is look, look. That's not how law works. This, when you, when you, th if you think that the law works, that a, a judge basically applies certain laws in a scenario and doesn't either consider. Because that actually happens, judges judge sometimes don't consider certain laws, and, and that can be an oversight. Or it could be that the judge doesn't agree with it. That could have happened as well. So I'm not saying that the, that, that the judge did it on purpose. It's possible it was just an oversight. Or it could be that the Tate's legal team didn't even present it. That could be it as well. But the po and that's why they've got Tina Glandian in the, in, in the fray now. Yeah, you keep bringing up Tina. She's not their lawyer, though, right? Isn't she just their U.S. lawyer? She's not even the one that's allowed inside the jail. So if they were serious about getting somebody to challenge this well, on, like, an international rights stage, is she bringing in? international case forward? Like, she, I thought that she was just the U.S. representative they have. She's not part of the Romanian legal team. So, uh, I think you just hit, hit onto a very important point. So, Tina Glandian can't represent, can't represent them inside the Romanian court, but she can represent them in the international stage. So, yeah, if this went further into the international stage, she would be able to represent them. And... 
based on that, she should be allowed to see them. So again, that's another contravention. Don't you think that's unacceptable that a lawyer who we are saying there's a possibility that these articles are being contravened is not allowed to see her clients to be able to mount and understand their position and their arguments and then mount that defense in the intentional court? Don't you think that is an actual violation of you? No, I've never heard of that. It's that I, that, I've ne that if I get arrested here in London for doing something, that I can necessarily demand a U.S. lawyer that flies over to here and has rights to access me in prison or in anything else. I've never heard that as international law before. That's a no, 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 no. You have an access to your legal counsel is an international law. They have access law. to their Romanian legal They have counsel. access to their Romanian legal counsel for their case within Romania. Yes. If this case was to be taken to the international stage, they would need access to the international lawyer, which would be this person. But and it's not at the international stage yet. How does a case go into the international stage? You basically retain someone, they speak to you, you build your case, and then you mount it. What are you talking about? That's literally I, I, what happens. Can, but you how can, can, so basically, in your mind, what happens is you, you, you own, your retention is only made when you make the application. That's literally not how law works. That's literally not how the system works. What are you talking about? My guess would be that in the middle of you what your guess is. Okay, the fact of the matter is, is in the middle of an investigation for another case, you probably couldn't bring an international case at the very same prove time. Prove that it's a fact. I don't know. Prove that it's a fact. Prove that yours is a fact. What? Well, I'm, I'm saying prove it's a fact. I've explained to you how the law works. You're saying that it is. Is she even retained for an international case right now? Has she filed an international case? I've just explained to okay, you. Okay, so not, so everything I, you're saying is an opinion. You have no, you have no basis no, no. to even believe that she will file an international no, no. case. You have I, no I, idea about that. I've just explained to you that there's a reason why that there's a human rights lawyer involved. There's a reason why she's actually stated human rights laws within within the public sphere and what I'm saying is, it could be that they don't file it. The pro issue is this, because that actually happens. The whole point is, she should be having access to her um, to her clients to be able to determine if the case is going to be strong enough, because what if they reveal something to her and then she thinks that's not a good avenue to go? What if they don't want to go down that avenue? And that's why you need to have access to your lawyers. That's your I don't problem. Think, I don't think that in every country, I don't think that you can demand to have an international lawyer step in when you're in the middle of a local uh, or, you, or a local in every, court proceeding. In every country. Well, and not in every country, I but in international. I just Googled that says the right requires the accused to have access to a lawyer at all stages of criminal proceedings, including the initial period of police detention, questioning, and investigation. Of lawyer, yes, they have that to their Romanian lawyer. But what he's saying is they also have a U.S. lawyer that they feel should be able to come in and represent them from an international case. You should have access to all your lawyers. That's, I'm not sure why we're arguing this. Like this, if, if, your, if, if your argument was this, if, if my argument was this, she should have, they should have access to the international lawyer, Tina, for the Romanian case. You are right. I, I, and that's, that's why I never made that argument. Cause that's, sure. That's, and if you want to make the argument that if they file an international case, they should have access to an international law, then sure, that's fine too. But my understanding is Tina has not been retained to file an international case. Yeah, she might talk about international legal violation or Whatever, but of course she's going to say that. She's their lawyer. That's her job. She's supposed to say whatever so her, she can to make them look good. But if she wants to go and actually file an international case, then we would be having a different conversation. No, no, if Romanian but, authorities were saying, you can't talk to these people uh, because we've got them in our prisons right now, then that probably you, wouldn't be okay. Do, do you accept that you're going to retain a lawyer and that, that lawyer can act for you before you make an application? Um, sure, but I don't know if that lawyer should have access to you while you're in foreign how, prisons. How can she make an application if she doesn't have access to you? What? what can't you make what a phone call, going... write a letter? She's make, she's got statements from these guys. Write, write a letter. Come on, man. When you when you want to need to talk, to, yeah. So that even a phone call would be access to your lawyer. Like what? You, yes. So yeah. Haven't so, they made, haven't they communicated with her? I, um, I don't know about in terms of phone call, but you should be able to have access to your lawyer. So what's Wait, the but reason? But how that? did they retain her if they're not able to communicate with her? Clearly, they have communicated with her. My understanding is she's right. not allowed into the prison to actually see them. That was the issue. That 
that she had is she actually I think she flew to Romania and she went with the Romanian no, no, legal team and they didn't let her yeah, into yeah, the yeah, president yeah, yeah. face to face. So, so, so again, she should be allowed access because if you're going to now mount- she hasn't filed an international case yet. If she hasn't filed that case, then how, how let me she- let me explain. She should have access to them because when she goes and sees them in the in the in the prison, one of the things that may surmise is because, for example, we don't know if he's in solitary confinement. It could I never brought it up because we don't know. It could be. It may not be. We don't know the prison conditions. It could be bad. It could be okay. She should be. She when she goes in and sees them, she'll be able to observe that. And then based on that, if the conditions are bad, if he's in solitary confinement, you can. That's another contravention of international law. You could then mount a more significant defe- another additional arguments in the international sphere. So it's imperative that you can have access to your lawyer because that's how you can make that deduction. Is this yeah, a legal factor? I'm is just going to add in. It is a legal factor. It, yeah. it says the HR committee has consistently held that the ICCPR Article 14 requires that the accused be granted timely access to counsel unless it can be shown that there are compelling reasons to restrict access. Um, so, like, wouldn't... Because like, that kind of backs up what he's saying, no? Well, the, there's the unless there's compelling reason to restrict access, <laughs> right? But a lot you're of a good debater. You're a good debater. Every part of the legal system is going to have a lot of discretion, right? Mm-hmm. Even things you're saying, like probable cause or, or even but beyond, a, think, beyond like, a reasonable so, doubt, right? So if I, if I was going to file... Like if I, I'm just thinking, if I was going to file an international compl- like complaint, like don't you have to meet with your lawyer? I don't think they're not going to file an international complaint. That's they're just not, what people like him are saying to run defense from. Nobody's filing an international okay, complaint. But How do you know I'm that? saying I'm saying hypothetically, if he does, yeah. like, if he wanted to file an international complaint, then I would. If he wanted to file, so if he wanted to take this to like the world stage, like don't you think he should be able to meet with his lawyer in order? Yeah, to if do he that? if they wanted to legitimately bring a case in front of the EU or whatever, yeah, then I think he should have the right. But you'd say like he has to meet with them first, right? Well, I don't know if he has to meet face to face for that. If I get arrested in like let's say let's say that I get a speeding ticket here, right? Let's say that I'm speeding and then I go to jail, right? And I'm in holding Come to TurboTax. And you don't think that would be helpful? <laughs> I, I don't know if that, I don't know what rights are necessarily like if okay. I get arrested in like let's say let's say that I get a speeding ticket here, right? Let's okay. say that I'm speeding and then I go to jail, right? And I'm in holding or whatever, they may process my stuff yet. Do I have a right to call a US lawyer and say, I want him to come here and talk to me face to face because I'm gonna file an international case against you guys? I don't know if you if that right is afforded I'll, to you I'll, always. I'll right? My guess is gonna be is that during this detentionary period, they probably don't have that right afforded to them because it's during this detention period and before after, or I guess in the state of after, they would have the right to do that. Or if they actually start to face charges or something, if charges are filed against them and now they're held while they're awaiting trial, they probably would. But for this point in time, they probably don't have the right to do that's, it. That's inaccurate, actually. I mean, you are a good debater, but the point is, the issue is this. If you are going to file any kind of a case, irrespective of its domestic or its international, you need to have access to your lawyer. For a domestic case, you have access to your domestic lawyers. When it's an international case, you have access to international lawyers. When you're given your prison ticket fine, that's a domestic issue. So you'll be access to domestic lawyers. If I was basically, um, let's say I was, um, you know, my rights were um, taken away from me from an international perspective, let's say I was Assange or something, then I would need access to my international lawyers. So that's literally how it works. Like, Do you need to see them face to face? Well, you should be able to see them face to face. You need to see them face to face? I'll explain, yeah, because for certain things, you would need to see them face to face. Yes, you do, because... Uh, in you a tele- have you ever filed a court case? I'll explain you. You, don't, you don't need face to face meeting with a lawyer. Gonna, to fi- Shut up. Listen to what he's saying. And Pearl even backed him up. Like, looking up the information. Just shut the fuck up.
I'm going to explain you. I'm going to explain to you. So in a telephone call, everybody knows it's ta- it could be tapped. There's a lot of issues that you can have that where you don't want to say on a telephone call. That's why you need face-to-face access so you can be able to converse it, or, or, and it's unheard and you can have mount a fair defense. That's the tenant of our of all legal systems that you not. I'm going to explain you. I'm going to explain to you. So in a telephone call, everybody knows it's ta- it could be tapped. There's a lot of issues that you can have that where you don't want to say on a telephone call. That's why you need face-to-face access so you can be able to converse it, or, or, and it's unheard and you can have mount a fair defense. That's the tenant of our of all legal systems that you not. You, that you should not have a scenario where you, you, where you could be self-incriminated. So I'm, I'm not understanding why you're not agreeing with this. Because I haven't seen anything that's showing that this do is going to be challenged. A, I haven't seen anything that's showing this going to be challenged do you agree in that international te- Do you court. agree in a telephone call you, you, it could be tapped and then that could be a criminal? Theoretically, it could be. That's, sure. and, and that's why face-to-face is important. Sure, but it, well, you haven't proven that they even have a desire to take this to any international court. I've just explained to you that they ret- retained an international lawyer. I've explained to you, you that she... International she, lawyer, she... I'm explaining to Therefore, Mr. Adhim, Adhim, sorry, like, legal expert, look at it, guys, legal expert versus destiny, destiny, you're using your feelings, get the fuck out of your feelings, this is legal expert, legal expert, he probably knows a thing or two. And so, besides your ass and your feelings. Domestically in the United States. She does, and she also has, she is on the UN Council as well, and she has UN positions. Has she represented any case in front of an international court before? Well, well based on her CV, it does, uh, I would assume there has, but I haven't looked into okay, it. Okay, so we don't know. Because okay, her yeah. last client was like Jesse Smollett, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay, so I don't know what international... She does, and she also has... She is on the UN Council as, uh, as well, and she has UN positions. Has she represented any case in front of an international court before? Well, well based on her CV, just, uh, I would assume there has, but I haven't looked into okay, it. Okay, so we don't know. Because okay, her yeah. last client was like Jesse Smollett, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't yeah. know what internet. So when you say human rights, I don't, yeah, yeah. that could just be no. local criminal defense in the United mm-hmm. States, Listen, right? but the, the issue is this. She's, um, uh, she's talked about the human rights violations, right? She is a human rights lawyer. International human rights lawyer, because you keep on making it sound like it's domestic, and then, the, and then I've cited certain articles that have been breached. There's possible, possible others could be breached, like solitary confinement, um, poor uh, prison conditions, which breach EC uh, European Court of Human Rights. And so, based on that, they should have face as you, as you agree, because face to face is more important based on tapping and these type of things. What we've already explained, it should, she should, they should have face to face contact. If after speaking to her, them, she doesn't feel like that's a, vi- a viable uh, defense, or she doesn't feel that's a viable avenue to go, that's fine. But that's the whole reason you retain lawyers. You retain lawyers. They tell you the strengths and weaknesses of going down a certain avenue, and then you make a decision. Okay, but you, first, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned international human rights lawyer. Is there like a special license you need to do like international law? Can you just like pass the bar? exam in a state in the United States and now you can do like international court cases in front of the EU or is she actually licensed as like an international she lawyer? She is. Yeah, check, check it out. I'm curious. And then secondly, if we're so paranoid about the telephone call being tapped, couldn't a face-to-face conversation be tapped as well? That's possible. But then at the same time, it's less likely, hence why you have face-to-face and there's a, there's a requirement that you basically aren't. So I agree. There is a possibility. Is it really less likely? It is less likely. Do you agree? Do you no. Not- no, it is less likely. I, I think that if somebody's going to tap a phone call in today's day and age, I'm pretty sure they would just tap the room. It wouldn't surprise me if all of those rooms were recorded. Do you know if she's is she like an internationally licensed? It says and to work as an internet. Oh, you want me to look up the actual? Oh yeah, I'm name? just curious if the actual what's, Tina. Um, Tina, what's her name? Glandian. 
Grandian. Glan. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, should we move the argument on or should we carry on? Let's wait with bated breath. Cool. Um, Tina Glandon is a U.S. legal advisor who's a partner. Wait, hold on. So you want to know, like, what specifically... I'm just curious if she you practices want to know international law, because she, she even does, brings she this does, She does, she does. I mean, you can check it later, but she yeah. does. I'm just Wikipedia. I'm sure it'll say it if you... Uh, so she's a U.S. legal advisor who's a partner with a fir law firm... I don't know how to say this. Gergagos. <laughs> We're going to make fun of me. Gergagos and Gergagos. Okay. Yeah. People can check that out anyway. It's online. And I think I think I highlighted it one of my... Or one of my... Uh, some I highlighted it in hers. She's, she is. So do you guys... Because um, one of the questions I had was, is Andrew has Andrew Tate snitched on himself and admitted to being guilty in Hustlers University courses? And I know you guys touched on that a bit earlier, but... Um, it, it seemed like you guys almost agree that it could have been in grandeur, but then you kind of were going back and forth. I personally think he has, but his issue is that that hasn't been the evidence that's been brought in front of the court so far. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the prosecution is ultimately going to end up bringing up. Sometimes these investigations start small and they end up sprawling back to a lot of things, mm -hmm. but you couldn't convict Andrew Tate based on what he said on social media. That can only be a starting point for an investigation. If you find something, then you maybe you know bring charges for it, but you can't just convict okay. him based on the court. Um, okay, so you guys that, sort we, of agree we, we agree on that. that. So, but my only question to you is, Destiny, do you agree that if there's a scenario that what he said online is different to the allegations, that can't be used. What if what, so what, hold on, what he said online can yeah. never be used against him. That would only be a tool for investigators to, to further dig into what he said. We, so we agree, the online stuff is not. And then you sort of agree on the psych report too, right? Uh, I would have to see specifically why she's extrapolating that to the other victims. I don't remember her rationale for why she uh, could make claims by the other piece of, uh, person's state of mind. Okay, so, so yes or no? So no. I don't know. I'm agnostic on it right now. Okay. <laughs> well, you're agnostic that... No, 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 come on. It's not about winning the argument. Destiny, do you think... Let, let, let's just let's frame it like this then. Because, you, you, like you said, you, you need to look into it. If I did a psych report on Pearl based on your statement, do you think that's... Do you think that's do you think the that's thing is, I wouldn't trust your interpretation of it, and I've only read articles no, 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 summarizing no, no. I'm the not saying report. that. I'm not no, saying no, that. No, but I'm not even going to follow the analogy, because, like, for instance, the analogy that you made about her trafficking me just because I came here to CAM shows that you either have no idea what trafficking is or what, so... I know what I would trafficking never trust, is. You've not yeah. proved it. You've not yeah, proved so it. so I would never... No one has proved it yet. <laughs> if it was proven, then he would be convicted. Exactly. Right? It, so, in, in terms evidence. of... I, I, I would have to... I've only read articles summarizing the second part. I haven't read the second part myself. I no, read no, the uh, listen, judge's argument. No, so. no, you don't understand the... Because you don't want to answer it because it, it basically... Is I don't want to answer it because No, it's a big defeater. Yeah. No, no, because okay, it's a defeater because the whole point is this. You're saying you've not looked into it, so you don't have the knowledge about it. I'm saying this happened, and I'm saying, that's fine. You may not be able to take my word for it. My question to you is, in the hypothetical where person A... Uh, it's it deemed that person, by speaking to person A, you decide that person B has severe mental issues or is brainwashed or whatever it may be. Do you think that's acceptable? It depends on the commonalities that you find between the two. What's the number one reason you're not buying one million, five million, or $25 million properties? Let me guess. It's all about the money, right? In this video, I'm going to reveal the... But how would you, how would you, how would you determine the commonalities? Um, let's say you did a psych report on somebody, and let's say that you found that this person worked for Andrew Tate for five years, this person had a tattoo saying owned by Tate, um, this person was recruited in a similar method, and in talk to them, you realize like this person's ability to even evaluate talk to who? what's happening. Talk, talk to the... Um, talk to person A, not B. Okay. You talk to person A, and you mm. figure all of that out for, about person A, and you're like, this person's ability to understand the situation they've been in is severely compromised. And then you look at person B, and you start to find all of those commonalities. Then it might
might be fair to extrapolate. How would, like, how, would you, how would you know about them commonalities? I don't know what their what her method of data collection. And that's or, the problem. Okay, well that's up to the prosecution to present at trial, I guess, or yeah. present to the judge. Yeah. Yeah. So again, another problem. Well, I don't know if it's a problem or not. We have to, it depends on if it goes to court or it's not. It's a right? severe problem, bro. Come on. What are you going to say if this goes to court and all of this evidence plus more is brought in front of the judge? If this goes to court and the, that, that means there's beyond uh, evidence which is beyond reasonable doubt and then we look at the evidence and it actually isn't some kind of like, you know, where they're trying to basically do the guys over, then yeah, I would accept it. I would accept any evidence. So if there's actually unequivocal evidence that these guys have done these crimes, of course we would accept it. That's That would be illogical and you would be basically um, a stand if you basically said no matter what, it's not. For example, I didn't agree when a lot of the tape people were saying the audios were fake because I knew they weren't. But what, what happened was there was a, um, in, in terms of the vice piece, but what actually happened was they snipped out the other side of the conversation. So we don't just make arguments for the sake of it. I'm basing it solely on what I'm seeing. And I, to be honest, it looks like in this whole thing, I know you don't want to accept certain points and you're doing it quite um, with bated, um, um, you know, without with finding it hard to agree. Um, in reality, we kind of agree on everything. You agree the online stuff can't be used. We agree the psych report is problematic. We agree right now there's only reasonable suspicion that they need to find more evidence to get it to beyond reasonable doubt. We agree um, that the... Do we? Do you agree that CCTV evidence should be included? Uh, it depends on what charges they want to bring forth. Do you think the CCTV evidence should be included? Come on. Depends on what charges they want Human to bring forth. Human trafficking and rape, that's the charges. I don't know if that evidence is dispositive. Whether it's positive or negative, do you agree that that evidence should, would, would help find I don't, out? I, that's why I said I don't know if it's dispositive. I don't know if that evidence would go against claims that they were being trafficked. Even I don't if, know if the CCTV encompasses enough of their life and of the entire facility to show that, like, oh, look, they could leave at any time. Were there people leaving the, the premises that were employed for them that were going in and out on that CCT evidence? Well, why, why don't they want to include it? There's a reason they don't well, want to I'm include it. I'm asking you, was there? Sorry? What was in the CCTV footage well, that you think was so important that needed yeah, to be yeah. included? So, according to the witness, Jasmine, what they, what is actually shown in the CCTV evidence is that they had freedom of movement, that the girl was basically jogging regularly. Wait, freedom of movement how? That, for example, the woman was, uh, one of the victims allegedly was walk, running, go for runs on her own. So okay, if, well, if, some of, so part, if she part was, of the evidence so she was, was part she, of the evidence was leaked by the prostitute, prosecution, part of the evidence that was leaked by the prosecution were text messages saying that uh, they were not allowed to leave the premises. That anytime they wanted to leave, they had to take one of the two bodyguards or the um, the one lady, the police officer, I think, lady. That, that was one of the text messages. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. So, so, again, so that WhatsApp message you're talking about was a snippet. So if you look at it, it was like three texts. Mm -hmm. And again, so that's the argument of the Tate team that put the whole WhatsApp in. Because this whole thing, and everybody's seen it in Vice, everybody's seen it in BBC, where you do snippets, you can convict any. I can convict. I'll give you the example where I can convict you based on a snippet of you making that comment. The issue is this: that you do the whole piece. So if someone saw your ten-hour podcast, you didn't say that. You were literally saying the opposite. But if I snip that bit, I could say, you know what, you're a racist. The issue is this: you give the whole of the WhatsApp, and then that's how you decide. In terms of the CCTV, what it shows, according to Jasmine, one of the alleged victims who says I'm not a victim, um, she, she's saying that it shows that one of the alleged victims not her, used to regularly jog on her own. That shows freedom of movement. One of the important aspects of human trafficking is that you don't have freedom of movement. That breaks one example of breaking the human traffic sure, allegation. The finances breaks the allegation of human trafficking. The reason I brought these up is because they break the human traffic allegation. So the CCTV, why is it the defense is so adamant it should be included? 
Sure. So for finances, um, I'm pretty sure that I don't know what you're saying, anything for proof of finances, everything that has ever been talked about or really seems to show that the finances are in control of the Tates. That's what I've heard said over and over and over again. Um, in terms of jogging, um, Jasmine might have stated that somebody jogged, but I don't know if she said that under oath. I don't know if that's been entered into like a, an official like witness statement. Now, maybe it will come when they go to the court case where that'll actually be argued about. But my understanding is that I don't think you have to publish every single piece of evidence you have before you go to trial for any country ever. Right? No, no. So, do you mean publicly publish? Or to the, yeah, I don't, to the I don't know if you have to publicly publish. What about the court? For, I imagine for the court, they're probably only pushing as much as they need to. So for the court, you need... No, no, because you need to demonstrate to the judge that basically you gonna you have got the evidence to demonstrate that what you've got. So in reality... You need to give the evidence, and I've just cited... You within, need to give all the evidence? Yes. Every piece of evidence you found, you have to give to the judge in order to, to hold them. Yeah, Is it just enough to show that you have a reasonable suspicion that your investigation will turn over more? No, no, because so you, you need to demonstrate to the judge that basically you, gonna, you have got the evidence to demonstrate that what you've got. So in reality, what they need to show is that they've got evidence right now because that shows that they will be able to get beyond reasonable doubt. Because if, they, but, but the problem is they haven't got the evidence right now. So that's why they're looking for evidence. So they I don't, don't need that evidence. We agree they, that they don't need that evidence, right? You don't need sorry. evidence to hold somebody for up to 180 days for that beyond a reasonable doubt. Sorry? It, you, you don't need the evidence to show them beyond a reasonable no, no. doubt for the 180 yeah, 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 I agree with that right? because yes. it, for the 180 days, you need reasonable suspicion. What the judge said is, when you you've given me the evidence, that evidence only amounts to reasonable suspicion. They, that's the reason they're investigating and looking, unless they're basically, basically violating their rights and keeping them for 180 days to break them before they say, guess what, now we've got new evidence. But in reality, we've seen it, they're doing raids, they're finding new women, them two, them four women that you referred to have just been found very recently. We have to look at their backstory, look at whether it works. So this is not information that they held on to and then, and then thought, you know what, we're going to use it later. They're looking for evidence. So what the problem is this. They've been looking for evidence for 10 months and they've only got a reasonable suspicion. They're not given the CCTV evidence because it's quite clear. Any reasonable person, I know it's your job to debate, so I respect that. You're doing a very good job because uh, you, you, your position, you're starting from a very weak position, so you've done brilliant. But the thing is, the, the evidence is very clear that it doesn't amount to that level. So when you look at it, there's an issue with CCTV, why they're not putting it. There's an issue with the psych report. There's an issue with the level of evidence there is. There's an issue in terms of the information that is being leaked to the press, which is snippets, or the fact that they're not putting the long form of WhatsApp, WhatsApp either to the judge or in, in if they're going to leak it, leak it properly. Well, but they're not even including it when they give it to the judge. So I think that all of that demonstrates, and this is the reason why, when looking at all the information and even looking at the specific rape allegations, because we've not gotten into that, but this, the, if you look at the story of the US woman, you look at the story of the UK Moldovan woman who's from UK, their stories don't add up. There's a huge problems, there's huge issues with their stories. So even the rape allegations do not stand up, and hence why the judge said you need more evidence. How are they going to find more evidence? After 10 months where they've not found it, let's be reasonable. We know they're not going to find any more evidence for that specific allegation. In terms of human trafficking, they've got these they've got these allegations. The judge said, go back and find some more evidence. Right now, they haven't got that evidence. They may find it, and that's not what I'm denying, but that's what they're looking for. So they're in a race against time to find the evidence. And anybody who's anti-Tate is claiming that, look, we have got the, you know, they're going to go down. But the problem is, as reasonable, rational people who analyze information, the evidence isn't there. And I think, um, to be honest, this whole debate, we've just, we've come to an agreement about everything. So I don't know what else to say.
it feels like you've seen it generation after generation after generation. It's an honor to wear something. Investigation is going to turn up something that's going yeah. to be charges. You're not allowed to just hold them there on nothing. So he's seen enough. He, that's what he's felt. That's why he's denied their repeals repeatedly. Um, and all we can do is wait to see what charges. I, I think that the judge right now feels like there's compelling enough evidence that a, an investigation. What do you mean by compelling? Some, compelling enough evidence that the investigation is going to turn up something that's going to lead to charges. You're not allowed to just hold them there on nothing. So he's seen enough. He, that's what he's felt. That's why he's denied their repeals repeatedly. Um, and all we can do is wait and see what charges actually get brought against him. But there, until then, it's all just speculation. Do, do well, you, do, well, you, do you agree there's enough evidence to hold them right now? Yes, there is enough evidence based on reasonable suspicion to hold them. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't but, like how the Romanian yeah, criminal yeah. court but, works. But, 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 separate, but, you but, separate, but you think that the court is violating international law, right? Because, by, by not, by not because they're, not they're not including the CCTV. Yeah, and a few other things, yeah. And in terms of the reasonable suspicion, another problem is this, that what they've done is to hold them for 180 days is a very extreme measure. You alluded to it that there is, they are a flight risk. The issue is this. Let's be clear. They're not. They're not really a flight risk, and I'll explain why. Uh, but you. But this is opinion, so you, you have a fair argument against me if, if you if you want to. And so this is not because I've been citing law. So the reason my uh, for my argument is this: they went for a very extreme measure. They could have went for house arrest. They could have had a, put a tag on them. They wouldn't be able to leave the country. Let's be clear: if they're some kind of like James Bond type people, where they can destroy the tag, they can get someone to get break them out. They can get someone to help them leave the country. That is easily possible even in prison. But in reality, these men have clearly shown that they want to exonerate themselves in the Romanian system because they want to respect the country and respect the laws and they believe they're innocent. Why couldn't they just get in a car and drive away? Because they're going to be tagged. What, they want to tag. Don't they? Have, doesn't he have like 32 cars? <laughs> Are they going to tag all of them? No, no. They'll, they'll, they'll put a tag on him. So they'll be able to monitor his movement. What do you mean by tag on him? There'll be like a, a, a tag, won't they? They'll put a, like a tag on the leg, isn't it? So that you can basically would know where he is at all times. Oh, like a... Um, oh, an ankle monitor. An, like an like ankle a, monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you have that. And then you can have security there as well. Uh, you can have many things in place to ensure that they don't leave. And to be honest... We know the level of wealth they've got. If they wanted, they could have got out any time, any place. This is my opinion. And so, and the same argument is for prison, and the same argument is for house arrest. If you believe that they can get out in both scenarios, the argument is, is, is essentially similar. Well, look, we know the level of wealth they've got. If they wanted, they could have got out any time, any place. This is my opinion. And so, and the same argument is for prison, and the same argument is for house arrest. If you believe that they can get out in both scenarios, the argument is is, is essentially very similar. Well, if you feel so, like there's an international law violation, why would you go back to a country that you feel like is violating international law to stand trial there? I, I'm sorry, I never understood your point. Well, I never understood your point. You're, you're making this argument that they want to exonerate themselves in yeah. the Romanian system. Well, yeah. in that case, then I guess we should just let them do the 180 days or whatever the judge feels like. No, no, I explained to you that the, what they've done is an extreme measure. So therefore, what they should be doing is they should be getting a house arrest with the ankle monitor to ensure that they don't leave the house. They can have security there, whatever it may be, but they're going to be tracking his, their movement. So the only way they do it is if they break out, they run away, and then they're basically on the run. And for someone like Andrew Tate, this is my opinion, who is a global megastar who relies on not being on the run, who relies on his fr uh, brand, it, he would be, he would basically kill his brand, and so yeah, what if he felt like he, what if it was the case that he was actually guilty of everything charged? Wouldn't it make sense for him to run? Well, if if he was guilty of everything charged, they could probably break him out of prison. If 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 he has the level of power that that we that is being 
the, you know, the level of money, well, the level gonna, of like, power. Hire, like an armed militia to go and... Well, is, how, how is he going to break out? Is he James Bond? How is he going to take his an- ankle monitor and run away and uh, get out of security? Like, taking all, an ankle monitor is, it, is probably a lot easier than getting a crew to break you out of prison. That'd be my it, guess. It, it is probably easier, but at the same time, it's not, it's not easy. So the whole point is both are acceptable measures. The reality is why they're really holding him is it's not because of prison, it's not because of ankle monitor because you can't keep him in a home and that's a fair balance you can have and keep him at home and ensure that he's on the run and he'll have to exonerate himself in the Romanian system or be on the run for the rest of his life. In reality the court has alluded to it, the reason they don't want him out is because they don't want him to speak because if he speaks publicly and says guess what, these allegations are wrong and he's a very influential speaker, they know that that may make the Romanian system look bad so hence why they said we want to ensure that the respect of the judicial system is remains in the eyes of the people. So that's actually, in my opinion, why they are not letting him out. Do you agree with that or disagree? No, I don't think so. Why do you, do you, why do you think it is then? Well, I, I think they have a process that they follow. I think he's probably a flight risk. The guy's got a lot of money. He's made a lot of statements about breaking out of the prison system, bribing people in the prison system, or just driving away or whatever. Um, you know, he talks about all those passports. They probably think he's like high probability for flight risk. The charges are really serious. So but in the Romanian said, but, 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 but he's, he's said those, like, but, you can't be used in court, right? What can't be used in court? Didn't you say earlier that the social media stuff can't? Yeah, you can't you convict somebody. Yeah, yeah, you can't convict somebody in court. But in terms of trying to figure out if somebody's a flight risk or not, I think the judge himself has alluded to yeah, yeah, the videos of like the him bragging. Which, about which again, don't, which, which again, isn't that, isn't, was, isn't that unacceptable yeah. though as well? Another point. So first of all, you know the bribing point you made. You said bribing people in the prison system. He's in the prison system. He couldn't bribe them. So again, is another example where he was trying to act street, saying, "Oh, I'm going to bribe this man, bribe that man." But in reality, he's in prison. He's not bribed yeah, anyone. Yeah, but you don't know if he was serious or not. He might have tried. You have no idea. Well, right? he might have tried, but he's failed, doesn't it? So he's, yeah. But, but, that, but, but is that a ca- but, account but, against no, but, 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 No, no, but, but that's, a, that's an example about the prison system. But we're saying house arrest. So you defeat it, you, your defeat was about the prison system, not about the house arrest. The second point was in terms of passport, again, another problematic issue. They said the, the judge, the, the court system, they took his video like, like uh, from where he says, I've got like so many passports, whatever it is. That, again, for me is unacceptable. Why would you take a video where he's saying, I've got so many passports and use that as a judgment to make, uh, say that, you know, that he's a flight risk? Does he have multiple passports? And that, and you've asked a very important question, and that's the question that should be asked. Do you want to attract more customers to your place of business? Multiple passports, contact embassies and find out if he's got them. That's what a legal system is meant to do. Well, have so, they done that? No, because they've said in the court system that they've just used the video on social in the, media. In the Romanian, so again, problem, you mean that's for Romania, the they have no idea how many passports he's, he's got. According to the court documents, right now, they're based solely on social media. Have they said that, that they only went yes. on the social yes. media? Or yes. was that a leading thing that they used in a they, fund further investigation that he they didn't said, have like four or five different They said they used social media to make that decision. They did not say anything about content, contacting embassies and find that information out. So yeah, that was the basis. Okay. Well, I don't know if they've contacted uh, embassies to find out, but I think that there's a lot of information you can use to determine if somebody's a flight risk. That's not going to be something that's like completely and totally beholden to like a probable cause or um, a, a beyond or whatever a reasonable doubt thing. Like does these are decisions that judges make. Um, it's probably not yeah, going to so, be perfect so, or consistent in every case. But I, I mean, agree. for people that have like a ton of money that are accused of uh, charges that would be like incredibly um, uh, with extreme gravity, uh, I imagine that you're probably in most cases going to detain people like this.
strongest. That would so, be my so, guess. So, so my problem is this: you said that they're probably not, they're probably not, it's not perfect or not consistent. My argument is they should be consistent. So therefore, based on consistency, these guys should be housed on a house arrest as a, as opposed to being in prison. Every criminal justice system in the world is going to operate on some level of discretion, 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 especially when when we're talking about being consistent. When it gets to cases of this magnitude, you may only have a handful that ever happen in all of men, like in all of humankind, right? Like I, this is probably a really unique case. I don't know if anybody's one-to-one -one comparison of a guy that did online, um, had women, and then everything else is going on. I don't even know what, what consistency would mean. It's probably a one-of-a-kind case. So in terms of what my point position is, um, so if you can answer this, my point is this. I, I, my view is this, that prison is extreme, an extreme measure. You could still succeed in your point because part of the Romanian system is that the 180 days can be preventative where he has house arrest. Do you agree that that would be an acceptable way of making sure that you don't go to extremities and basically show that you're basically, you're not out, you know, at least there's some kind of balance in the system. So you... Um, would I trust house arrest? Um, I mean, if it was my call, I would probably arrest arrest. If somebody had that much money, that much like opportunity, I think you would probably just arrest them. Because does, getting around is, an ankle bracelet does, or something. What does arrest arrest mean? As in like detain them somewhere, not like give them an ankle bracelet and hope they don't flee the country somehow. So yeah, so that's why we disagree. Well, do we all agree here that if Andrew but Tate opinion, wanted, to, so, yeah. but if Andrew Tate wanted to fool an ankle bracelet and leave the country, could he do that? Um, hypothetically, he could do that. Hypothetically, he could probably break out of prison. But hypothetically speaking, but in reality, easier though. But it would be easier for Uncle Bracelet. Okay. But but in reality. In reality, he won't do that because he won't want to be on the run for the rest of his life. I don't know. Well, we don't know that, though. No, no, we know that because... If you know that because you're assuming he's innocent. But no, if no, he's no, actually no, no. guilty even of everything he's, he's done, no, he no. would want to be on the run for the rest of his life because he might go to jail for 30 years. No, 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 because years. the problem is, even if you're guilty, you're innocent. If you're, so if guilt is equal in my... So if, let's say if he's found guilty and he's on the run, or it's almost the same because he loses everything. The only difference is that you're in prison, which is obviously much worse. But my point is, so for him, when he, when we look at the evidence, it would be silly to go on the run. It would be ridiculous because you're basically giving up everything. Yeah, but he doesn't know. Well, we don't know what he's done. Neither of us do. If he's actually guilty of this and more, um, then it wouldn't. It would make sense for him to. Well, run, we don't right? know as a matter of fact. So you're talking about certainty, philosophical certainty. But in reality, what we know is based on the evidence. We Hold the on, evidence this is, has nothing to do with the. Evidence. No, no, no. What I'm saying on, is that if Andrew Tate, mm. you agree. I think we would all agree here. Mm. If Andrew Tate, in his, if he knew it, we, know, we don't know this. We don't know this. Okay, yeah. I don't know hypothetical, this. Okay. Hypothetical. But hypothetical. If he had done all of this, he literally had a text group called the Lover Boy Recruiters, and he did all of it, and he raped seven women more than even kind. If he did all of that, yeah. and now the Romanian people are breathing down his neck, he'd probably rather move to Russia and live there as a as a poor person than go to jail for you know the rest of his life. I think that's fair. If he definitely did that, that would be fair. Mm -hmm. But evidence doesn't suggest that. What the evidence suggests is that arguments weak. If anybody's in his position, based on the evidence and data that we have in front of us, it would be silly to run. So therefore, how's the rest would be more Sure, but I'm saying the judge doesn't know that. Right? No, no, the judge knows the evidence. So no, the no. judge knows the information. The judge doesn't know if he actually committed the crime or not, though. If he didn't commit the crime, then it makes sense that he would stay, because he would stay, he would fight in the court system, he would win. Yeah. But if he did, and the prosecution was just, you know, one inch away from uncovering something no, horrible, but, then he's probably going to no, run. No, so. but the, no, but the judge never makes his decision based on what he thinks that the person thinks that he would have done. The judge makes his decision based on the evidence that he has in front of him. And based on the evidence he has in front of him, it's very weak. And so based on that, one would surmise that this person wouldn't go on the run and therefore they would, house arrest would be an appropriate measure. Sure. That, I mean, that's your opinion on the evidence. Obviously. I, I the accept, judge disagrees. I, but, I, accept, yeah. I okay. accept that this, this one was opinionated. Sure. Recordings just got better. 
Hey, it's Dana from StreamYard. I'm so excited to announce that local recordings are now available on StreamYard. Have you ever done a recording where your guests just had terrible internet issues? They were blurry, they were freezing. Do you think there's any credibility to Andrew Tate's theory that the elites of the world want to take him down for promoting that men better themselves? Do you mean for this case or generally? What do you mean? Do you mean that they want to take him down for this case or in a general? Yeah, like, the, like, he, like before that he was saying like they're going to put him in jail. Like the elites in the world are going to put him in jail. Um, general first. Yeah, people always evaluate these statements as though he's innocent, but he could be guilty, right? That which is always the issue, right? Like I might come out and I might say, well, listen, you know, they're going to come after me, guys, and that's because the Matrix is chasing me. And I might say that because I'm just you know like trying to get views on YouTube or whatever. But maybe I actually did a crime. I'd probably say that too. Like, guys, they're going to make some crazy stuff up about me. Uh, you know, be be ready, okay? And then, wow, I get arrested because they found out I murdered some guy. Like, see, that's the Matrix. Well, maybe you actually did do that. So, do you I think mean, they would want to take him down, though? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people want to take a lot of people down, including Andrew Tate. But the question is, do we see evidence of, like, a concentrated effort to actually go after him in a manner that's unfair? I feel like if we did, I feel like when he got arrested 10 months ago, they would have found a, a, a bullshit reason to throw him in jail or whatever and just kept him there forever. But they didn't seem to do that, so. So, to, I, I'll try and answer that question. So, I think it's too late. So, in terms of whether the elites want to take him down, I believe is not linked to this case. So, basically, in terms of at least want to take him down, we've seen that he's been banned from many medias. There's a concerted effort to basically silence him. In the UK, he's not allowed to be talked about in, in, in schools. The, it goes to safeguarding, it goes to prevent. So, yeah, there is a significant fear about this man by the impact. And so when you say matrix, what you basically mean is either the deep state or the liberal leftist media, uh, media ideology who doesn't want to give this guy a platform to give men hope, to give men rights in a society where male suicide is 80% of suicide, adolescent male suicide is 80% of suicide, where, where male suffering is huge in this society. So... In that aspect, yes, but in terms of this case, I don't think so. I believe this case is basically Romania on its own. This is my opinion. I believe it's Romania on its own, and the reason I think that is when you look at the way the United States and United Kingdom do things, other than the Patriot Act and the Terrorism Act, generally speaking, what they do is they build the entire case, they make sure the case is strong enough, and then they go after the big guys. In this scenario, just looking at what's happening, they're doing a very shoddy job. And so when they're doing such a shoddy job, when the evidence is so weak, when it looks like in a normal system this wouldn't have gone forward, uh, in the United Kingdom this wouldn't have been, this would have been dropped. In the United States this would have been dropped. Based on that and the terrible job they've done, I do think it's Romania on its own. I believe that the actions that have been taken have been Can Andrew Tate receive a fair trial in Romania? And so yeah, I don't see a reason why not. Um, so, again, this is just opinionated. So I believe, based on what we've seen up to now, I don't think so. Because I believe that the actions that have been taken have been very extreme in all regards. And so if this continues and he's kept for the full 180 days, which I believe is probably going to happen, and then he's put, taken to trial, and, and, and then based on, based on that, I do think, yeah, he will not receive a trial and be convicted. But based on the evidence, I don't think he should be convicted of what we have right now. What is your ultimate prediction for the outcome of the case? Uh, I think he'll be charged and convicted at the very least with like something related to financial crimes, but it's hard to say what the prosecution will ultimately find. Um, so I think he will be convicted, but I don't think he should. In terms of financial crimes, I, I did have the same thoughts as Destiny previously.
but after the BBC documentary, um, I'm not 100% now. And the reason is because the BBC documentary tried to relate as though they found a treasure trove of evidence based on money laundering, and there was zero evidence. They flopped really badly. And so based on that, if he did this massive investigation into money laundering and flopped, there may not be evidence. Now, I accept that the Romanian authorities will have a lot more powers to look and regulate into certain, look into certain regulations or look into certain accounts that they wouldn't. So there is a possibility, but I would say based on the evidence, he should not be convicted. But based on it looks like a Romanian agenda, I think he will be. Has Andrew Tate been a net positive or a net negative for society? Um, I'd say a net negative. I think that most of the advice that he gives is pretty stock copy-paste advice, and I think that the entire way that he's, outside of any criminal stuff, the entire way that he's built himself up has been basically through scamming and then partaking in what most people would agree is like the most immoral activity that you can, do running casinos and running camp businesses. Uh, I think that if you're going to find a role model for young boys or for young men to look up to, it should be a guy that, if he would have stick with, stuck with kickboxing or done some legitimate type of business, I think it'd be different. But the fact that, sex trafficking aside, everything they've been done is admitted to have been scam after scam after scam, I think is, is not a, a good role model for people to have. Um, so I believe he's a net positive, and the reason for it is because when you look at the idea that he's basically relaying, I agree with uh, Destiny, they're not like unique ideas. He's not someone who's invented these ideas, but what he's able to do is these important ideas, he's been able to pen penetrate ma mainstream media in a significant manner. And so due to that, he's impacted the lives of many, many young males. And for me, Males, young males are the forgotten species of society. They're significantly going through significant pain and suffering and they don't have nothing or no way or no one even cares about them. And so for that reason, he, I believe he's a net positive. In terms of being a role model, look, this is the issue I have also, which the Muslim community always argue as well. They say he's not a role model. Look, whenever we talk about role models, we never say that somebody is a complete role model. Like no one's this perfect human being that you're going to aspire to be like him in a hundred percent of the way he is. What you do is you aspire to be like that person in one aspect. So webcam business, the way they became famous, exploitation of men, uh, sorry, in terms of when they got became rich, they're not role models. But in terms of what they are real role models is aspiring men to be better, aspiring men to work hard, aspiring men to not uh, give up, aspiring men to, you know, basically not go into depression. 80% of men have explained, I said are committing suicide. Um, you know, 80% of uh, rough speed, rough sleepers who are homeless are all men. So all of these things are imperative. Wait, did you say 80% of young men are committing suicide? Yeah, 80% of the people committing suicide are young men. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry gotcha. Th thanks for correcting me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of people. Precision, yeah, yeah, that word, precision is important. And um, so when you look at that, he is a massive role model in that aspect. What percent of Andrew Tate's comments are purely for entertainment and comedic effect? I don't like saying anything is just for entertainment. Entertainment and comedic effect. What percent of Andrew Tate's comments are purely for entertainment and comedic effect? I don't like saying anything is just for entertainment or comedic effect. The types of jokes that you tell usually underline some sort of truth that you believe in. Like if, I, if I'm the type of person that tells a lot of a particular type of joke, I'm probably hinting at something that's true. If you any popular like stand-up comedian, generally they joke about things, but they joke about things that hint at or reveal true things about life. So um, I don't believe that there's any comedian or person that just says things that completely and totally betray the foundation of things they believe. I think we generally joke about things that we think are pretty true. So so, no, so I would never ever just so say like, 0%. I would say zero. Yeah, it's okay. not like just jokes. Okay. It's always like hinting at like an underlying ideology. Okay. Yeah.
Um, so I, I think there is a possibility that you could joke and it wouldn't be based on what you actually believe because generally speaking, you know, in a society, there's going to be certain levels of jokes that are not allowed and so you're not allowed to say it, but that's in terms of pre preventing. But also, you know, certain types of jokes, even if you don't believe them, is going to get you attention and attraction. So that's important. But in terms of what you're saying, yeah, I, I, in terms of his ideas, many of his ideas, I, many of his ideas... When you look at it, you can. When you boil it down to the bare foundation, you can maybe find some strong academic argument. I believe I can find a lot of academic arguments for some of the many of the points he makes. But the, his delivery, which is the comedic fashion, is basically there to, which which first of all made him famous, but second of all allowed him to penetrate society. And so someone like me, when I make my academic arguments, maybe people will find it boring and it wouldn't it wouldn't penetrate. But someone like Andrew Tate, it does penetrate. So comedy is an important factor to basically ensure that that happens. What is one specific What is one specific thing that Andrew Tate has said that you disagree with the most? What if you could learn everything there is to know about filmmaking in one single location taught by leading professors? Um, this is a hard one because he goes back and forth on this, but it feels like his women, his position on women, I generally would disagree with. Um, the idea that like the husband owns the wife in such a way that she's almost like a piece of property that you cherish or review or um, revere is something that. But I think in general, the way that he talks about women as being kind of like beneath men or something that needs to be controlled by men, and then any position that he has on women. I disagree with. But he's he'll make other statements where he'll say, like, well, no, there's like a mutual respect there, or if the woman agrees to it. And I mean, if a woman consents to that situation, it's fine. But I think in general, the way that he talks about women as being kind of like beneath men or something that needs to be controlled by men, and then any position that he has on women that involves these one sided open relationships, I think are insane. Um, so I've not consu I've consumed uh, quite a lot of tech content recently while I've been looking into the case. I'd say basically when it comes to certain, uh, well, one of the ideas, just an example of when he said, um, you know, he's talking about knife crime in the UK, which is a, 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 obviously a problem. And then he said his solution is to basically put them in prison um, for like for life in Dubai and throw away the key. So if one assumes that he wasn't saying in comedy because it didn't seem like it was, that's not like a that's not like a logical system in terms of like um, um, crime and punish punishment. And on the opposite on destiny, is there something that he says that you agree with? Um, I generally like messaging that like you are the only person that can rely on yourself. I think that people need to be a lot more internally driven. I think that right now we have a really hard time in society with people uh, facing and overcoming any type of adversity. It feels like we feel like in order to make a good life for somebody, you have to remove every single obstacle in front of them when we should probably be preparing or teaching people how to deal with obstacles. And of all of Tate's messages, I like that part the most. Um, the part I like the most is, which I mentioned already, is the, the impact he has on young men, gives men hope. You know, in, in a society where, as I said, men are forgotten, men's pain is not considered. It's all about female pain and female suffering. Um, you got a scenario where this guy actually gives men hope, gives men opportunity. Um, I've had, and just from my own perspective, and I'm just a s small guy within the sphere of uh, social media, but the amount of people who've told me that he's basically impacted their lives in a positive manner, taken them out of depression, given them focus, given them a goal, um, I think is the mo single most important aspect of what, if he is incarcerated, incarcerated, which society will lose. And I, will, I believe that is a significant loss.
If um, not Andrew really, Tate, like, really then who should young men look up to? I've thought about this one. I had answers like 20 years ago, but I'm 34 now. I don't know um, in terms of role models that young people have. I would have said growing up that people like Mr. Rogers, even people like Bob Ross, um, I, I think that these are like generally good figures to look up to, like people that send messages of like, hey, you can be strong, but you can also be compassionate. Um, you know, people that are good like moral coaches or guides for life, I think are good. Um, but I, I don't know. I look at a lot of uh, I don't look at a lot of young male inspiring figures today because that's not <laughs> kind of aged out of that um so i agree with that And the reason why Tate became famous and why he's important is because there is no other male figure. You've got, if he's out, there's nobody else to replace him right now. And that's the reason why he's important. Some people may argue Jordan Peterson, but no, I, I, I don't think so. The guy literally is crying on TV 24-7. He's changing his position 24-7. He's, you know, he, his ethical framework isn't great. So there's many issues in terms of a Jordan Peterson that I don't think people should aspire to be like. So therefore, if he wasn't there, there's a huge void. I don't know how much life advice he gives, but like Mr. B seems like a guy that's constantly trying to give back to people, run charities, give money, help pay for people's medical stuff or whatever. So, but what about in terms of, uh, um, so, so of course there's good people for sure. But what I mean is what about in terms of this aspect that he, um, he impacts on society? Is there anybody else who could replace him? Uh, like I said, I don't know if he gives like moral lessons or coaching like Andrew Tate does. So I'm not okay. sure if he'd be a One-to-one replacement there. Well, thank you guys for coming on. You know, I put a poll in the chat about who won this debate. It's like literally right down the middle, 50-50. Wow. Well, that's good. Well, up with all of Destiny's fact. So 51% is what needed for the beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever. We're not even there. Balance of probably is. So you're at your reasonable suspicion at the moment. But the point... But I think we did, I think I did well because we've got the all of Destiny's fans probably voting for you as well. So, but then you probably got Tate fans voting for me. So, oh man, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a clash of fans. Is there anything else you guys wanted to go over that you felt like you didn't get a chance to? No, no. I think we agreed. Yeah. How do you, well, I'm kind of curious on a macro level. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about all the statements Tate has made about young women, about how he would kind of get people into his business? Do you have any feelings about that at all? Or do you think all of that was just like bravado and fake? In, or yeah. So I. I... It seems like it was bravado and fake, and and, and 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 that's just me being honest, because when you look at what his operation was based on the evidence that we've got, now it could be he had that, and then he completely downsized his business and then never no longer had that, or it was just bravado and it wasn't there. In terms of his ethical framework, like I don't agree with it. So, for, for example, from my perspective, I've, my ethical framework doesn't agree with any of this exploitation or this sexual exploitation, like, like I said. But, sure, and so when Tristan says he's got like six girlfriends at the same time and they all work for him, and when Tate says he's got, you know, 75 cam girls and they're all girls, you think they're just lying about all that? That's all fake. I, I um, yeah. 75 is a lot. Yeah, I don't believe that's the case. I don't, to, to have 75 girls, you would have to have a massive operation. It's just, a, it's just propaganda to basically, it's similar to when he says he's a trillionaire. 
you, we know he's not a trillionaire, but it's just to basically propagate your business, propagate oh, your but life. But he did own all those cars, right? I'm just trying to think. He did he own had 75 them. girlfriends times. Let's say he spent 30 minutes with each of them a week. That's a lot of. Sorry. Just thinking that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you what do you think? Do you think he had a 75? Like, logically, based on what we're seeing, based on the information we've got now. Um, I don't know how many he was managing, but based on the videos I've seen, based on the ways that I hear them talk about women and their their strategies and everything, I think that he had a lot of women that he brought over that thought they were going to be something special and ended up working for him, and he ended up, like, taking most of their money. I do I do think that. I, I, I just don't think that he took most of their money. I think he just followed normal cam business practices, um, and you can see that with the regards to the fact that, basically, he says 50%. You see in the court documents, actually, the worst one is... He, he's only receiving 25%, and then others is much less. You say he's only getting 25%. It's 25 to him and 25 to his do business you, and associate, Do you right? believe the statements that he said? Because if you believe the ones where he was saying he didn't pay the women enough, do you also believe? Because I've seen videos of him saying that he's made women millionaires, and he's talked about how rich he's made a lot of these women. Yeah, but that's usually in defense of people saying he's exploiting women. He'll say that, like, oh, well, no, I've made them millionaires. But when he's being explicit right, about how he do you, pays... Do you believe that statement? No. Okay, uh, so, you, so that's just weird to me. Like, why wouldn't you believe that if you believe the other one? Because in one he's just giving a guide on like this is what I do to take mm -hmm. advantage of women and then the other one somebody's like well aren't you explaining this? he's like no I've made the millionaires mm -hmm. well, okay. like obviously that's just a defense of, of, of himself rather than like he's never said he's never said that ever in any of the other videos where he's just being very frank and he's talking about how he manages them he's never been like oh yeah like and these women make so much money when I've got them with me his statements are always like I own them I have access to all their media I'm the one that chooses how they get paid um, they, you know they don't even see their original paychecks I handle all the taxes this is what I do that, those are the so, same statements when he's being more candid so, so a question linked to what you just said do you agree with his statement that basically these women on their own would not have made made they wouldn't have made as hardly any money and it's only re the only reason they made significant amount of money and got rich together is because they joined him and because he has an expert in the field and he knew how to propagate the women in, in, in the manner that he needs to and therefore they became rich together do you agree with that? Do I agree, agree with all of it except for the last part they probably wouldn't have made as much money they wouldn't have well let me be clear they wouldn't have generated as much revenue because I don't believe any of them kept that much money but they wouldn't have generated as much revenue without being connected to him. But that's because he was a master scam artist, right? Him and Tristan detailed on multiple shows how they would scam men over and over and over again to get money to try to meet these girls or meet them and scam them out of more money. And that's what they would do. The, the, so. the, the problem is, that Destiny, when you say master scam artist, basically what you're referring to is the exploitation of men. And, and no. the issue. No, no, because what, what, what you're actually referring to is that basically a man would get hooked by a woman and then he'd be sending considerable amount of money to the woman with the hopes that maybe he could have a relationship. Guess what? That's the, that's the entire sex industry. And nope. I agree, they all exploit men. No, it's not even close. If you have an OnlyFans girl and you send her money to unlock a video or whatever, that's you sending her money to unlock a video. That's extremely different than a girl saying, like, oh, I'm going to meet you. I'm on my way to the embassy. Like, just send me a thousand more and so, I can get so, to that. So that like, I... one of these is very. Now, you might be of the mind, and it sounds like you are, which is fine, by the way, that all like sex work is some type of exploitation, which is fine. But if you're going to say that, there's levels of exploitation, right? Paying a girl money to unlock a video is way different than a girl promising she's going to meet you if you just send her 1,000 euro more. No, but in terms of the cam business you've got a scenario so you're talking about a scenario when you're unlocking so that's only fans and mm -hmm. that's um tiktok isn't it and with only fans that's actually what he's been charged for he's not actually been charged for the cam business just yeah we're not talking about what he's been charged yeah, for we're oh yeah, 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 yeah. so in terms of the um cam business 
other cam businesses, they have the same type of process where, I'm not all of them, obviously, because I'm not generalising, but generally speaking, from many of the cam people who we've spoken to, they say that, yeah, the aim of the game is that where a man likes a woman and then he wants to spend time and then he spends loads and loads and loads of money. Now, where's the level or extent of that money? We don't know, because only these guys have spoken out about it in such a crude manner. But in terms of the rest of the businesses, we don't know the level of where they go to. Sure. I mean, I've heard that before, but the woman generally actually meets the guy. I've spoken to, I've been friends with uh, some very big cameras, and I've heard them talk about these details, right? You'll get these, they call them whales, your favorite term. Um, but you'll get these whales or oilers that will spend a whole bunch of money, but they actually do meet the woman. Now, now I'm not saying there might, there probably are girls out there that are scammers that lie about every meaning of the guys. I'm sure that happens. No, no, but he but said, I, he's, I would call them scammers as well. But no, Tristan but and, and, and Tristan and Andrew very specifically spoke about how they masterfully engineered scams on how to get these guys hooked, how to get them to come back, how to mislead them over and over and over again. They were very explicit about it. So, Not every cam girl does that. Yeah, yeah. So I did see a video where they actually gave examples of when they met as well. So my point is this, that, you know, when you look at this exploitation and who does it, you may know somebody who does less level of exploitation or whatever it may be, but generally the aim of the game is to get a man hooked so he can get money. Sure, but when, even when you said examples of where they met as well, I remember that clip. That's where Tristan was speaking very specifically. In the beginning, sometimes the girls would finally meet, but what they realized is they could make even more money if they never met. Do you think that the women were Andrew. taking advantage of the men in that situation? If they're, um, if they're receiving a percentage or maybe yeah. a greater percentage. That's a really hard one. That, the classic... See, this is the problem. Like, you never want to blame women. It's always the guy. It's and never the women. I was just it's about to give an example. Oh, I know you're... Just... It's a really difficult question to ask because you know that um, the... the um, you know the Indian scammers for like calling you and like the blah blah blah. That there's always a question of like, should they be held accountable for what they're doing? And Very ideologically driven on the male perspective. I really couldn't care less about it. That's not what I'm interested in. The example that I was gonna give, and there's a really difficult question to ask, because you know the um, the, the um, you know the Indian scammers for like calling you and like the blah blah blah. That there's always a question of like, should they be held accountable for what they're doing? And I don't know if you're like a cog in the wheel of an entire scam business um, versus like the head. I don't know what the level of responsibilities are. That's a Personally, it's a hard one for me to say. Like, are the girls themselves participating in the scamming? Yeah, it seems like it. But, like, how responsible are they? Well, what percentage of the cut are they getting? Would they be doing it on their own? Are they being directed to do that by Andrew and Tristan? Like, th these are all things that are going to factor into the autonomy that that person has to be a scammer. The problem with your argument is that basically you're saying they're a cog, but actually, in reality, when it comes to scamming that individual person, they're the, basically the whole show. So, it's the individual woman who's basically exploiting that specific man. So, what you're trying to say is guess what? The, uh, uh, Andrew Tate is directing, let's say, 10 women, mm -hmm. and all them 10 women are exploiting, so therefore he has a greater responsibility because he's partaking in 10 aspects of it, but that woman is uh, uh, partaking in that aspect. So from a macro level, you're right, but from a micro level, they're both partaking in the scam and they're both equal shareholders in that, in that If they're getting paid equally, maybe. Even yeah. on the micro level, oh, oh, but, but on the, mac what on about, the micro what? level, even on the micro level, I don't think you're correct because didn't Andrew and Tristan talk over and over again about how they were the ones running the DMs? I think I think uh, Andrew's joked multiple times about how, well, the girl's in that room and then I'm in the other room and I'm blah, 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 blah. Like, he's doing the DMs. He said that multiple times. That was one of the reasons why he said he was making more money with these girls than they ever could have is because they'd engineered down to like a fine, perfect formula what they needed to type that, to guys in order to get them hooked. No, but that's because that was, that was their business model, wasn't it? But in reality, when you look at it, it was actually specifically the woman who was in the screen who was basically um, getting the man to be interested in him so that he could be exploited. And when you look at it, as we said, if it was a 50-50, from a micro level, they're both 50% responsible. If it's a scenario where it's 50-25, then what, let's say there is a scenario where she's receiving a greater cut of 70%, 30%, then then she's exploiting much more. For Possibly. That, for that it changes a little bit, but like, like here's the reality, right? If you've got a guy that's at the head of a scam and then he's recruiting people and paying them to 
be little scammers. And I guess, yeah, you could say they, they share some responsibility depending on how they were recruited. That's a really important part. Uh, but they share some of the responsibility. But most of the responsibility is always going to go to the head of that thing, of course. Uh, on, Just like you're going you're gonna to blame like a major dealer over like random kids dealing on the street, does, of course. So why does it depend on how they were recruited? Well, because if somebody says like, hey, we're going to go and scam a whole bunch of men. You want to sign up and you sign up. Well, at that point, you're kind of like you're part of the scam. You're along for the ride. That's kind of your fault. But if somebody says like, hey, like, I really love you. I want you to come to Romania. I want you to be with me. We're going to work together. We're going to be a team and blah, blah, blah. And then you get there and he's like, listen, I need you to work for 12 hours a day. We're going to handle your dance for you. It's, it's a lot different, the level so, of responsibility. So, 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 so the you, issue I is, love you, but we're going to scam a bunch of men. Did I ever say that? No, no, but that's basically what you said. No, that's not what I said. As you, <laughs> what I, what as I, you said basically if they're dating. But if somebody says like, hey, like, I really love you. I want you to come to Romania. I want you to be with me. We're going to work together. We're going to be a team and blah, blah, blah. And then you get there and he's like, listen, I need you to work for 12 hours a day. We're going to handle your dance for you. It's, it's a lot different, the level so, of responsibility. So, so, so the issue you, is, I love you, but we're going to scam a bunch of men. Did I ever say that? No, no, but that's basically what you said. No, that's not what I said. As you, <laughs> what I, what as you I, said basically if they're dating and then he, she does it, it's a different level of responsibility. I just don't understand why. If you date, yeah, of course. Like w once you're married, the relationship changes significantly, right? If I found a random girl on the street and I started to get her to scam people, I was like, hey, we should scam people. Mm -hmm. The level of like autonomy that she has as a person is going to change versus like my wife because I probably have a lot more leverage over my wife because we're married, right? Or my wife over me, right, is going to have a lot more leverage because we're married. So yeah, that's going to change. The relationship is going to change quite a bit there. I mean, uh, the relationship would be different, but the actual impact would not be different. And no, in terms but we don't, of, we're not uh, talking about impact, yeah, right? No, because we're talking about the impact is exploitation. And then in terms of uh, the women, um, when you look at the women that he's been who are basically in this case all of them have been in all of them up to now what we know about have all been in the sex industry before so again it's not a, a level of ex exploitation where you're getting some victim or from a poor country who basically didn't know about any of this and then you're making them into it but nearly all of them are in a in the, have been in the sex industry or have been in a more severe version of this the, of the webcam industry before they ever met him um, so Tate's original claim was that most of the women now I don't know for the victims that have come forward they might not have They've been in the been. sex industry they all they, been. yeah but Tate's original claim was that um, most of the women that have worked for him weren't involved in the sex industry before. Now, whether you, that was bravado, again, we don't and, know. And, and you sure. agree that doesn't matter. Uh, in the sense We're not of talking about charging. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, also, when you say the, the impact was... equals the exploitation, that's not true. The exploitation is going to lie in the intent, right? If I go to a, a, a shop to get my car fixed and they try to repair my brakes and they legitimately make a mistake, right? Well, I'm going to go back and I'll get you know my brakes fixed again because I messed up. But that's a lot different than somebody intentionally saying like, ah, we're going to fake this one and charge them anyway, right? Even if the impact is the same, the intent is going to matter a lot. We're talking about exploitation. I, because exploitation is a crime that exists in the mind. It's not just in the final outcome. I, I agree. Intent is important, and the intent is the same. So, because if you get your wife to basically exploit someone, or you get a random person to exploit someone, the intent is the same. What your argument is is that the influence is different, but the intent is the same. Well, do you think any of these girls that worked with Tate would have been this scammy with men had they not worked with Tate? I thought we all agreed earlier. That I, they I, I, I believe they were. Of, I, I see believe a lot of were, girls yeah. are that are this scammy with men for free. Okay, I don't know what, what question you're answering. So I'll <laughs> ask it again. Would they have been this my, scammy my, with yeah, men? My question, I can ask you was, a question after yeah, well, yeah, so, uh, so, so, so uh, uh, in terms of these women, yes, they would have been scammy if they had it. So, but the only difference is, if he's right, which I think we both agree, that if these women were on their own, their operation wouldn't be on the same level. So because the operation wouldn't be on the same level, maybe not so. But if the operation was on the same level, of course they would. Do we have any evidence that any of these women had like other men running their DMs and that they were running long-term scams on any of their male clients? Which which are the women? Any of them. No, what, what do you mean? Sorry, I don't, I don't Because the, I'm not the, being... the, the, the claim that I'm making for the... 
camming business is that the girls were told by the Tates to intentionally mislead men about possibly meeting them one day. And that was a way that they, they collected more and more funds. Yeah. Are any of these women um, that have come forward as victims before the Andrew Tate thing, were they doing those types of behaviors? So basically, they were all in the same business or worse. So some of them were strippers, some of them were webcam, webcam business and so on and so forth. So, But in terms of whether they were doing that, there's no evidence that they did it before or with the Tates because none of that information, the, the, again, so even in the Tate case, there's nothing about that. Okay. Well, if, Tate's, if the Tates are lying, then, I, then obviously I don't agree the exploitation is there. But yeah. I mean, if they're being truthful, I mean, that's a level of exploitation that I don't believe any of those women would have engaged in had they not been part no, of the what Tates. Do, what, do you mean, would... what do you mean by lying? Sorry, I just missed your uh, Yeah, I, I, if what the Tates were saying were true the way they were in their business, then I would okay. say that that level of exploitation is not something that they would have taken part in before. Just stripping is not the same as lying to men saying you're going to meet them, et cetera, et cetera. But it's possible the Tates were just lying about everything, in which case then, I, that, yeah. yeah. And, and I disagree. I, I said they would have if they were okay. at the same level of fame. I'm okay. curious, would your opinion change if they had OnlyFans accounts today? So like if the girls in 2023 had OnlyFans accounts? No, because I don't consider OnlyFans exploitation. I don't get you. It's not the same thing as cam work. It's very similar. Wait, what did I say was the exploitative part of the cam thing? Um, you said that the men coming out to try to see them. Yes. Okay, but you don't... Okay, but yeah, so your, if world, on only your fans, worldview yeah. is that you don't think that's exploitative at all. Wait, that what's not exploitative? You don't think OnlyFans is exploitative? I never said it's not exploitative, but if we're going to measure aspect, it's yeah. going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. If somebody's tra- if somebody in OnlyFans is saying, like, donate $1,000 and we can meet someday, and mm-hmm. she's lying, she's never going to meet the guy, and she keeps soliciting donos, then I would say that's the same but, thing as what but, they were doing with the tape. Yeah, I understand your point, actually, but the thing is, in terms of this, I know we'll come back to the charges, but they're not actually being charged for webcam. They're being charged for OnlyFans and uh, TikTok. So on that basis, your argument about human trafficking doesn't... Fo- well, they, but they might agree, be doing that agree. same thing on OnlyFans, right? That might have been the, on OnlyFans, they might have been telling them, like, send me this money and then you will you can meet us at this area or whatever. Like, they could have been running that scam on OnlyFans as, as well. I don't know if they were or not, because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we haven't got no data or evidence yeah. for that. So we, I, I've only heard him talk about his prior camming business. I don't think they've talked about the current OnlyFans stuff, unless it applies to the current business as well. So in terms of that, we don't have any information about them doing that whatsoever. No one has claimed it to be the case. Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming. This was a really fun debate. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, super fun. You had a lot of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. The uh, one last night was pretty fun too, but it's okay, I guess. Wait, which which one? <laughs> we had people running away and screaming and running out the door, but. Yeah, and he was defending me after. I wasn't. Defending me. No. Yeah, he's always defending me. And uh, just want to give props to Destiny, because I know you did your hair for charity, so... Thanks a lot. Well done, bro. Um, well, do you guys want to shout out any social media you have? Any final thoughts that you want to say about the case? Right, so my Twitter is at Sheikh Suleiman. And my go ahead first. I've, I've, I've gone first all the time. You go no, no, I'll let you go first because you're an expert and basically giving yourself a shout out so I can just like mimic. Uh, I'm youtube.com slash destiny and instagram.com slash destiny. Right. So my uh, Twitter is at Sheikh Suleiman and my YouTube channel, which I'll be starting posting videos on, is the same. My YouTube channel is just pearly things. Make sure you guys subscribe to it. Um- And also subscribe to the two clips channels, Pearl Daily and um, Just Pearly Clips. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, Like the video on your way out. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, What do you guys think? Like, 
<laughs> and also subscribe to the two clips channels pearl daily and um just pearly clips thank you guys so much for coming um like the video on your way out who had the better argument mr ed him ed keen or destiny his dj ass so that's it till next time stay lady It's like, what, an hour finishing it, it's like 3 or 4.